This is Chris Wolf, and you are listening to the PNG Podcast. Keep your limbs inside of the vehicle, and they will not be eaten. I'm kidding. We'll all be eaten one day. That's officially part of the MCU. <laughs> yeah, start off strong with that. Yeah, be proud of that. Uh, disclaimer: I was a very small role in uh, Agents of Shield, and, and that's questionable now whether it's, it is MCU, right? What season were you on? The Ghost Rider, the first Ghost Rider. Oh, Agents, I think Agents of Shield is still part of it. I think they just is cut it? the net. They cut the Netflix one, from my understanding. Uh, aren't they doing a Ghost Rider show where it's not in canon? On Hulu, I think. I don't know anymore. <laughs> yeah. Although that one might, I don't see. I don't. I don't know what shows MCU anymore because I'm pretty Marvel sure Entertainment's still doing their TV shows and stuff. I'm pretty sure Agents of Shield's in it because it's still Disney. It's on ABC, and then I think it's just the Netflix one they cut. Yeah, it kind of sucks. Like I was so excited how we're at the possibilities, and yeah. like it just was never mentioned. Thanks, Iron Fist. <laughs> <laughs> we all yes. know that's what it was. Yes. Yeah. We, we will blame him. He appeared, and then they all got canned. Yeah. It's a shame. Punisher was great. <laughs> yeah, they were all great except for Iron Fist. But even, yeah. like, Iron Fist, the second season was promising by the end of it. Like, I Ooh. wanted to see um, Jessica, what's her face? Henwick. Jones. Henwick. Oh, yeah. Jessica Henwick? Yeah. No, I wanted her to have a show. I didn't want. Yeah, no, that's what I well, mean. Yeah. They were setting up the spinoff, right? Yeah. I guess spoiler alert. If you <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm spoiler gonna watch alert. it. I'm, I didn't watch it then. I'm not gonna watch it now. <laughs> yeah. So we're excited to have you on. Uh, our guest is Victor G. Oh, hello, everyone. <laughs> I'm I'm popping my first podcast cherry. So what? To speak. <laughs> <laughs> can I say that? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> my face isn't shown, so oh, I you guess can, I can. You can swear on this one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how these go. I don't know. I don't know what's kosher. I suppose <laughs> we're free on the internet. It's okay. Yeah, <laughs> just don't be racist or sexist. Just respect people. Disrespect. <laughs> yeah, people. disrespect people for who they are, not, yes. for, not for the color of their skin. And what they do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and then start an internet and chat yes. about those people. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so we got Vic in today because we're talking about we're going to talk about uh, ECW Heat Wave 2000. ECW, 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 <laughs> which was the only show that uh, ECW ever did on the West Coast, first and last. Yes. Okay, I was wondering why we picked this one. I was just looking at all the stuff that the first, like the first Van, Ter- Van Terminator and yeah. stuff like that. Well, we were also there. Yeah, we didn't know each you other guys there. were there. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't know I, that. I was probably the, I, I was probably. The second biggest ECW fan in my high school, but there were probably only like three of us. <laughs> <laughs> and but I was probably the most like 
you know, the mark, uh, the biggest mark mm-hmm. of ECW. Because I would go around school chanting ECW, and everyone would look at me like, what the hell? Like, <laughs> it, was, it was this ECW thing. Yeah. Except for, like, the biggest fan. Yeah. That he looked at me and gave me, like, the point, you know? Like, yeah, I, I know, I know. <laughs> that was, like, the version of the too sweet back then. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I, w- I went around doing too sweet. But people, it was funny. It was around that time, everyone was, like, a wrestling fan. But they didn't claim it. Hmm. At least, at least, because everyone's too cool to for wrestling. Yeah, yeah. Because you know, I think the idea was like Doink the Clown and all that. Like yeah, the, yeah. The the pre Attitude Era stuff, but it wasn't uh. like I remember right when the Attitude Era was picking up. Everyone's watching The Rock, mm. talking about The Rock and Austin, and then you start going too sweet, and they're like, "Oh, you're a wrestling fan." I'm like, "Wait, you were just talking about The Rock." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the stigma was then too. It was then too. Yeah. I remember different where I was. Um, cause they were, def- you know, people were casual fans. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was the same, like they knew who the rock was and they knew who Austin was. They might not necessarily watch like regularly. Yeah. But I mean, there were people at my school that were, you know, doing crotch chops <laughs> and yelling, suck it, who I know didn't watch wrestling. Yeah. Well, well, remember around that time? Um, I, I'm not sure if, where, where, where did you grow up? Uh, I grew up in the Valley. In the Valley. I, I, I know. I remember seeing on the news that they were like trying to ban like the crotch chops and the <laughs> suck it. Remember? Yeah, I do. You remember all that? People were doing it at like like basketball games mm-hmm. and football games, and it was I guess it was lewd for high schoolers to, <laughs> to do those things. They were like kids were hurting each other because they're trying to pull off stunners and oh, yeah, diamond oh, cutters, jumping yeah. off the tops of like the garage roofs and stuff into like tables. I knew a few people like that. Oh, <laughs> like backyard wrestling backyard people. Wrestling. Yeah. Oh, nostalgia. <laughs> oh man! I remember I, I started a professional wrestling club, uh, and we were trying to build a ring, but we had no idea what the fuck we were doing. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, a friend of mine, Marvin, I, I think he's probably going to be listening to this. He he said, "I'm so glad we never used that ring because someone would have died. <laughs> <laughs> someone would have. He didn't even say maimed or injured. He just someone would have died. Like someone would have been impaled because we we had like wooden spikes." Under the ring. Why did you have spikes? I, 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 we we were like we got to reinforce the ring, so we just got like <laughs> used spikes. <laughs> so we used like broomsticks, which oh my god, would, <laughs> eventually impale someone, get a getting slammed from through it, like with, with a power bomb or something. <laughs> we, we were just, hardcore. We just had we just had spikes and some broken glass. So like, <laughs> we were hardcore. <laughs> Our ropes were made of light tubes. <laughs> yeah, we may have been uh, influenced by Mortal Kombat. You know the oh pit. God. <laughs> <laughs> Like ECW is not this extreme. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so did you actually do like backyard wrestling and stuff? Uh, not as much as a. Uh, we had a couple friends that did, and it was. I think it was just them like role playing, and they would get chairs and, and like hit each other over the head, and they just found like some folding tables and smashed mm-hmm. each other through there. Uh, across the street from one of the friends' uh, place, they had like a construction yard. It was like they were building something, so. I don't know. I, I remember one time like they did a back body drop into like a dumpster and all this dust flew. It was very dramatic. It was uh, <laughs> we, we we were like, wow, these guys are hardcore. They're awesome. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm thinking back and going, what the hell were we doing? You know, it's different when you're young. <laughs> like, I, I had a friend. We had a lot of time in our hands. <laughs> yeah, I had a friend. Like if we ever, you know, were together and we saw like a folding chair, 
uh, he had full permission, like green light all the time yeah. to like smack me in the back with it. I feel like every kid then, like when they saw someone laying down on the floor, I like, had the urge to do like a people's elbow or elbow or something. You know? Oh, it's, yeah, like, totally. <laughs> they wanted to like do the arm waving thing and, you know, bounce off the invisible ropes or like if there's a wall, they pretend there were like ropes and then they run over. And yeah, that's what younger cousins are for. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I used to do, do moves on my like little cousins all the time. To the point where I made um, championship belts for each of them. Yeah, now you don't need to make them. I remember back then I was like, "Whoa, like it'd be awesome!" Get now everyone has a belt. Yeah, know, like NBA teams will win the championship, and they all have like, like the eagle belt or yeah. something. You know, I think it's the WWE makes. Well, WWE. This is why they have the big W on their their championship belt. It's because they give them to to teams that win titles, uh, and now they've got branding. Oh, that makes total okay. sense. Does it still spin? No. No. It's a different it's title now. It's been a long that's, that's time. That's been how long I've... <laughs> um, oh, they moved on. Thank uh, God. Uh, when the Mavs won the, the NBA title in 2011, I think it was the spinning title, but they had fixed the plate so it didn't spin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they cover- I remember that. Like, who beat Cena and then it stopped spinning? It was uh, Orton or... Because um, I know... I want to say it was Van Damme. Oh, no, Van Damme had it, and it was still spinning. Yeah, because he would, like, play like it was a turntable. Yeah, he would actually, like, yeah. clown on Cena. Yeah. yeah. Maybe Edge? Because Edge covered oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah. logo. It might have been Edge. I do remember, vaguely remember seeing where JBL, like, blew it up or something. Oh, did he? Yeah, like, he dropped it, it. Oh, no, that was with the U.S. title. Never mind. Mm. Yeah. He, wait, I wouldn't mean because the, the, the U.S. the U.S. title spun too when Gina, when Zena oh, had it. Oh, that's right. Yeah, the thing then, was ugly. Yeah, it was really ugly. And then I think JBL once I want to say one of him or one whoever was in his stable won it. They like dropped in a trash can and lit it on fire. Oh, and that's like when they Medusa, debuted the current belt, like Medusa uh, in WCW. She like dropped it in like the little uh, wastebasket. Yeah, well, that she kept it. Yeah, <laughs> it's all for show. That's what I was reading. Um, Wait, wrestling's fake? No. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, I was, you know, going down like a, the rabbit hole of ECW stuff, and Mike Awesome was the ECW champ at one point. You know, he was such a jobber in WCW. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Waste. When he went to ECW, I thought he was a jobber. And then he, <laughs> all, he, all he had to do, well, I, I think it was when he went to WWF. Uh, before the change, the E, he said, "Yeah, I, I want pants to say awesome up one leg. I want <laughs> awesome up the other leg. I was like, hey, this guy's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and then also, he also like powerbomb to knock out yeah. tab- like a million tables. Never oh, match. those matches those were, were amazing. Yeah. 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 That's why it was such a shame like that he was wasted in WCW. Yeah. He didn't like Fat Chick Thriller? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but I mean, that was the crazy thing is that he was the ecw champ when he signed with wcw yeah um and there was i guess Heyman saw the the, the shades of like medusa dropping the women's title yeah, so they got an injunction against wcw so that they couldn't do it but he but he did the right thing he jobbed to taz yep. right yeah now. which was an interesting thing because taz at the time was a wwe employee yes and then he showed up on wwe with the belt Yes, but it was and like they lost they, to Triple H because Triple H was Triple H. <laughs> of course they did, <laughs> even back then. Um, yeah, it was like uh, Awesome and Taz, who were contracted by a different company, the two big ones. They wrestled at an ECW show 
for the war of the <laughs> title. title. We're like, okay, okay. <laughs> it's, it's like the precursor to uh, indie wrestling today. Yeah, it, it was weird. He didn't want to take a dump on the ECW title, but then they had the champion on WWE job to the WWE champion. Yeah, <laughs> I think WWE at the time was helping ECW out financially. Yeah, the, the, I know they had a working relationship. Yeah. yeah. Like like a talent swap type of deal, right? Sort of. I I do know Vince would compensate Paul if he like took somebody. Yeah, yeah. I do know that. Cause didn't some WWE people go over during this period? I know Lawler. Like I remember Lawler did. Yeah. Stuff? yeah, Lawler. I remember that. I remember that. What line. did he feud with? Was uh, it? RVD. Was well, it RVD? I, know, R- I thought RVD was with Lawler. Oh, was he? Yeah, when yeah. he was. Uh, yeah, because he was like he introduced RV- him. Remember? Yeah, RVD's uh, the only guy worth a damn in this. Mr. That's Monday right. Night. Yeah, yeah, Mr. Monday yeah, Night. Was, uh, Mr. Oh Monday fuck, Night. that brought back some <laughs> memories. <laughs> I think Lawler would call it extremely crappy wrestling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Except RVD, and then at the time, I remember thinking, "Wow, this guy looks like Jean Claude." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and he does the splits. <laughs> <laughs> he does that split kick. Yeah. <laughs> so Rob Van Dam, like the name was just not wasn't just a coincidental choice. <laughs> I would have much preferred that was all coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> if it was just all like, oh, he kind of looks like him. Oh, what's your name? Oh, Rob Van Dam. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> we ended. I think we talked about it on the Bloodsport episode of Geek Offensive, where Rob Van Dam used to do a lift where he was on. He did splits. Yeah, it mm-hmm. was a Van Damme lift. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. an official lift yeah. in the record books now. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. It's I, I don't know if anyone is even trying. I don't know if anyone does it besides him, but I. Uh, or at that weight, because I forgot the number now, but it was a ridiculous yeah, it was amount. ridiculous. And I remember Bill Alfonso would bring these pictures. I was like, wow, these <laughs> look like real life men again. Oh yeah, yeah, Bill Alfonso. That was uh, that I'm was kind of a trip. Middle, baby. That was a trip <laughs> seeing him. I was like, wow. <laughs> And I kind of forgot about it because uh, one of the things that I oh, realized. He was a pretty good manager because he would just disappear and then chairs would just fly into the ring. Right yeah. Now, and you're like, who's? Oh, yeah. Bill Alfonso. <laughs> <laughs> and then you hear this whistle. Yeah. Like RVD was in WWE like twice the amount that he was in or twice the length that he was in ECW. Yeah. Which is crazy to think about because you think of ECW and he's like one of the originals. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it's crazy to think he was anywhere else for longer yeah but a lot of those guys are are now because ecw is only around well under that form for like five years God, well, really yeah well That's it's, crazy. it's like when you talk about like the rock's career right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he left on top and he when you think about like the moment he became the nation rock and yeah. then he he left full time yeah it, it was it wasn't that long no yeah like it was something, yeah. It's probably around the same amount of time, really. Yeah, yeah. And but everyone remembers him, and I mean, I still watch his stuff. People still send me links of his, you know. Like, oh, I just found uh, the Rock uh, covering Michael Cole in t-shirts and then pushing, like, pushing his <laughs> hand in his face or something. And I'm like, oh. And then it was an amazing like shoot, you know, or, or interview, you know. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow, not really an interview. Michael Cole just disappeared, but. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I, think I think Kurt Angle too, right? Like he was in TNA longer yeah. than WWE. Yeah, yeah. And that's the crazy thing too, because you still well, it might be different for you because you watch TNA, mm-hmm. but I s- still thought of him as a WWE guy, even though he was in TNA for so long. Uh, no, I I, th- I felt the same way. Okay. It was just kind of like weird. I felt like maybe because he had more classic matches. 
In TNA or, or WWE? In TNA, they let him loose. Like, he could do whatever he wanted, and he did some crazy shit over there. Like, he was backflipping off the top of cages yeah, and stuff. Yeah, 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 it was crazy. I remember, like, I saw, there's, like, one, I don't remember who he's wrestling. It might have been Samoa Joe, where he does, like, a, a front flip, like, off the stage, like, mm-hmm. a running, ugh. Yeah, I was just like, like Jesus. Senton. Yeah, like but a flipping senton thing off the stage. I was just like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I I kind of regret not watching more TNA at the time. Uh, TNA before all the old guys started showing up, they kind of yeah. had like a ECW vibe yeah. to mm. it because it was really about the wrestling. It was a, it, and then the ring was like a hectagon or something. Yeah, it was a right? six sided ring. Yeah, and it they looked different. It though, right? They did. Yeah. It it looked different. It felt different. All the wrestlers were like really good. It was like it was a promotion full. Of, yeah, it was a promotion full of Jerry Lynn's basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's perfect way to put it. Yeah, AJ Styles, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, this guy is like their their guy. Yeah, the franchise. You know? Actually, Jerry Lynn did wrestle there. Now that I think about it, <laughs> I think they everyone kind of made like a little pit stop over mm-hmm. there. Yeah, they offered like a lot of money, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, Dreamer was there. Dreamer was there. Yeah, the Dudley Boys. I actually didn't know Kid Cash was in ECW. Yeah, I did not know yeah. that when I until I saw this. I was just mm. like, oh, because I first saw him in TNA. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that was an interesting. Like the Heat Wave roster was kind of interesting because uh, it was towards the end of ECW's run. Um, they were. It was the very last pay per view, right? I think they had at least one more. This is the last uh, Heat Wave. I know that. Yeah, much. yeah. they did. I think one thousand. Yeah, they had one in, I think, January 2001 was their last official pay-per-view. But they got taken off the air. And what, what is that one? Hardcore Heaven? can look it up. Uh, you know, because they had Anarchy Rules scheduled for October of that year. But I think Hardcore Heaven uh, was always their December one, right? Anarchy Rules was the last one. Oh, so that was the last oh. one. That was October. Unless they moved it back. Because it was scheduled for October. It was October 1st, 2000. Crazy. Oh, so that was the last one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I th- they didn't make it to the end of the year. Yeah. Is it crazy to think, like, 2000, that was Oh, no, my mistake. They did make it to December. It was Massacre on 34th Street. Hmm. Yeah. Because I think they were still running their syndicated show until December 2000. Were they? I thought they got canceled. They got canceled off TN- TNN. Oh, TNN. But they still had their syndicated, yeah. Like which uh, was that one that you run? I'm wrong yeah. again. Sorry, guys. It's guilty as charged. Was the last one they made it to 2001 okay. January. Yeah. Okay. That's the one I was thinking of. But uh, yeah, the syndicated show run on, like Saturday nights at like That's one or right. two in the morning. It was like mm-hmm. it was like shotgun Saturday nighttime slot, right? It was like Jesus, <laughs> shotgun! Wow. <laughs> <laughs> ECW would like constantly run that commercial with Kimono on Alea. Yeah, just to sell that one DVD. Yeah, nice. yeah. The yeah. night she danced atop the ECW arena, uncensored. <laughs> <laughs> Even the Paul Heyman promised he'd never, that would never see the light of day. <laughs> <laughs> it's like burned into your memory. <laughs> yeah, like the only, I was like first main memory I remember of ECW watching their show, syndicated show, and that was all they showed. Mm. I was like, wow. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta get a bootleg of this. <laughs> <laughs> so you're obviously we're a big fan of ECW, like you said, probably the biggest market your school. Um, how's it being at Heatwave for you? Uh, it was amazing. Yeah, it, it was. 
I had a friend who who was a huge wrestling fan, but I don't think he was a, as big. I don't think he was even an ECW fan. But mm-hmm. it was like, you know, if you're a wrestling fan, it's an event you have to go to. Um, and it, I think everyone was just so excited. I mean, you were there. Like, yeah. The chance of ECW was deafening. Yeah. Um, I think I lost my voice that day mm-hmm. with all the chanting. And it's not the same when you watch it like on the streams anymore because they change the music. Yeah. They take out all the chanting. They're, they're chanting obscene things. <laughs> <laughs> Some of it got in there. Some of it got yeah. in there. Yeah. But like you can tell they try to mask it. Yeah. Because I was sitting there and I'm like, oh, they're chanting two different things. I don't remember that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like they'll be like, you hear asshole, asshole. But, but the other one's like, like, oh, you suck dick. You yeah. suck dick. <laughs> 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 You're like, what? I don't know if you guys noticed. I thought it was funny because oh, we, we watched it on the WWE Network, by the way, folks. Yeah, yeah it's the, the music edits and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, and, and 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 I found it interesting that they, like, RVD when he came out, like, obviously they're not going to use Pantera Walk. Yeah, but they didn't even use the music they have for him. One of a it kind. Was like this, yeah. yeah, it was just yeah. It's like this like weird elevator rock that's castrated. I, yeah, <laughs> it just sanitized. Yeah, pretty much. And, 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 then, like, and, then, you know, and then you and because they they have to drown out, they were you know edit out the music. They edit out the chanting. So he's coming out and it's like, you just hear, <sighs> yeah. <laughs> and they're like RVD. Oh, he's so he's so over the top. Oh, he's so over. And they made a comment about how over he was. And you see people's like lips moving like RVD, but like it's like, <sighs> yeah. <laughs> You're like what's going on? I thought it was funny, like commentary, like there was curses, and which I was surprised weren't edited on the network. Mm-hmm. But towards the end, I don't know if you noticed that it was like during one of the last two matches, maybe uh, Don Callis starts cursing and they bleep it out, like at the end. <laughs> it's like what? Why? Why even bother? It's like someone fell asleep at the button. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, if you're looking up ECW, you should just know what you're getting into. That's that's ridiculous. <laughs> Have you ever guys seen that? Uh, sorry, going off topic, but there was a uh, that Dully Boys promo. It was like their infamous one, where they they were heels at the time, and it was something about like your mom taught your daughter how to suck dick. Some oh shit yeah, like that. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, it was no, like, no, I do remember they did that. that a lot. They did yeah. that a lot actually. They would get in the ring and then they would just talk shit, right? I remember that was on the ECW documentary that mm-hmm. they released on DVD. So I'm like, well, why would they have to? It's because it's a documentary. Yeah. It's a documentary. It has to be real. It has to be real. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's one of the interesting things about being at Heatwave. Like we said, it was towards the end of ECW. And, you know, there weren't the Dudley Boys. Taz was gone. Like, RVD was still there. But it felt like, to me at least, I remember being excited about going to Heatwave. But at the same time being kind of, there's a lot of names that I don't know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the card was kind of under it was like they wouldn't they wanted to spread out their stars mm-hmm. um because you know so obviously rvd wasn't going to have a match with lynn yeah but, oh yeah but rvd versus u.s male is <laughs> <laughs> and then you try to hype it up oh he was his best friend i, I don't remember them being friends at all that yeah. is scotty riggs right i'm not yeah no, I'm not scotty scotty riggs. Riggs. and i guess okay. they were legit like friends like yeah behind the scenes okay <laughs> But I guess that's, that was that was an angle for like the smarks, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because then you're like, wait, like I don't remember them having this on TV whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, let's get into it. Like, this show opens with uh, it, very indicative of its time. It was Blue oh Meanie. Boy. It was a, a skinny Blue Meanie who's, I think, put on the weight since. I didn't even know that happened. Yeah. Well, Blue Meanie. I remember the dark matches because mm-hmm. I didn't. I actually didn't watch the pay-per-view until like maybe a couple years later. Yeah. Because I was there and I was like, oh, I don't want to ruin this. <laughs> <laughs> and it, there were two dark matches, weren't there? I don't remember. It's, were, it's been so who long. Was, that? was it Chili Willy? Every, who's every, Chili Willy? He's everyone's hometown favorite because every city he was in, they would announce, oh, and it, like, Oh, from Los Angeles, California, he gets a cheap pop, you know. Oh, <laughs> but like that was his gimmick. So like, he, if you just they're in like you Detroit. know Charlotte, yeah, yeah okay. His nickname was you know it was Mr. Monday Night, and then there was um, <laughs> everyone's hometown favorite, <laughs> and he had his huge pop. I, I remember everyone got, not everyone, but a lot of people got a huge, huge pop. Mm-hmm. I remember like uh, going online and reading like reviews on pay per view and. They were saying, yeah, Roadkill got this ridiculous pop. Yeah. Um, RVD was way over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it, I think it's just because, you know, uh, it was the first West Coast paper. I think people I, probably came from all over. Just yeah. yeah. And people were probably just happy to be there. Yeah. Since, like, again, like you guys said, I didn't know this it was, was like the only cult. West Coast. It was like yeah. a cult. <laughs> oh, very much so. I forgot how um, intense ECW crowds were. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I forgot about. It. I was just like, "Wow, that's nuts!" And like, you know, people say like, oh. "Oddly enough, it felt safe still." Yeah, you're all there for the same reason. Yeah, but like, y- you know, you see crowds. I mean, you see fans going like, "Oh man, that crowd was nuts at you know whatever show." And it's yeah, like, no, those weren't nuts. <laughs> <laughs> like ECW was nuts. Well, ECW had fanatics. I don't yeah, think <laughs> beyond fandom, I think. Yeah, I just uh, maybe it felt safe because you all felt like you were on the same side, pulling for yeah. the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Except for the fan that got kicked out in the during the last match. Yeah, we'll get to that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah, yeah, so the show opens with Blue Meanie and Jasmine St. Clair. Like I said, it's indicative prime of the time. Jasmine St. Clair. She looks great there. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, had... I was like, who is that? She looks familiar. The Jasmine St. Clair. I was like, oh. oh I'm like, why does she that sound familiar? Uh, I I've never, I've, I've never seen her before. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I still have no idea who she is. Sure, sure, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Who's Peter North? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean that kind of tells you what ECW was about, mm-hmm. sort of at the time. It was just opening the show with a porn star. Yeah, didn't they bring in Jenna Jameson or something at one point? Or I mean, she was part of a DX angle. Like they didn't bill her as Jenna Jameson. Yeah, but she's there. I think they she's had, like one um, of the girls that like flashed the crowd during the DX opens. Yeah, they definitely had other porn stars. I can't remember her life and either name. But I know they brought in more around that time, not on the yeah. show. Yeah. When did Blue Mini get skinny? It was during that time, and it, it yeah. didn't last long. Didn't last long. Okay. But he looked really good. Yeah. Uh, we start with, or the in, in arena, it was uh, Joey Styles and the quintessential stud muffin, Joel Gertner. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, oh, uh, wait, wasn't there more in that? Because I remember, like, the promo dragon. There was, oh. I don't know if it was called that here. Sinister Minister? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. There was that whole thing. I was just like, wrap it up, man. Yeah, but it's so awkward. Yeah. Yeah, that was the thing. Like, he, he did, like, an evil laugh that was, was two minutes too long. Yeah. I was just like, <laughs> Jesus, man. Let's go. But that was kind of the charm of ECW. Because, like, the production value was so bad. 
Yeah. Like you just let everything slide, mm-hmm. just, and you might cringe, but you go, "Oh, it's ECW." Yeah. <laughs> That's how you get around it? You're like, oh, this person's terrible on the mic, but it's ECW. Who cares? Yeah. You know? <laughs> uh, <laughs> and Mikey Whipwreck was buried. That's who it was. Yeah. He was like buried in the yeah. sand, facing the the incoming tide. And his whole claim was after Austin made it. Yeah. Like, He's the guy who defeated Austin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good on him. Steve yeah. Austin stole his finisher. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. I've never seen those matches. I think it was December to remember, 95? Um, yeah, it was Steve Austin fresh out of WCW wrestled Mikey Whipwreck, who used the Whippersnapper, right? Whippersnapper. That was yeah, the name. The Whippersnapper. Which uh, Austin used as the stunner. Mm-hmm. The thing with ECW, too, everyone had, like, a, a whole list of like signature moves because mm-hmm. like you know uh what joey styles would like name off everything yeah. right and, but they always kicked out of their moves and you're like, yeah well how is this a signature <laughs> why do you have a name well, on that well it's a signature <laughs> move not a finisher <laughs> see, yeah. is it? Uh, the tradition can continues today <laughs> um yeah so uh joel kurtner who did color commentary Gets interrupted by Don Callis in storyline at the time. Don Callis, or Cyrus as he was on TV, mm-hmm. represented TNN as the network. Yeah. So yeah. they were like the kind of authority figures at the time. Yeah, I vaguely remember seeing And Rhino that. was a television champion, so mm-hmm. because of that, he was the TNN champion. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's spelled with an I, Rhino. Yeah. <laughs> it's spelled with an I. <laughs> yeah, I think it was. Again, it, it's a it's like a time capsule. Like looking back at that promo with Callus, mm-hmm. I got uncomfortable at certain parts because he was using like gay slurs. Yeah, yeah. like he, which you'd never get away with today. Yeah. No, yeah, and like he threw it out there a couple times. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I was like, there was a whole bit with those slurs. I think. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, I can't I'm not gonna. Yeah, any <laughs> of like, it, well, and, it's well, on and, the network. And, 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 and every every pe- you know, like back then, like we ate it up when like a woman got pile drive through a table. Yeah, you know, you're like, oh. <laughs> like well, well, it's even that's it's gone back sort of. Yeah, it's a different context now. Yeah, we need to take you to a bar wrestling show. So yeah. <laughs> for context, uh, Vic, you haven't been a fan. Or you haven't watched in a long I time. I haven't watched. I've tried. Okay, I've tried. I just. It might be an independent show that like brings yeah, you back maybe, in. Maybe. That, that's Although what happened to me. NXT, NXT looked promising. Yeah, my brother yeah. Kept it tell- is good. He kept telling me to watch it. My brother still watches, mm-hmm. and he's like, he he took a break and he's back, and he's like, oh, you gotta watch it. And it looked like old school wrestling. Like, yeah. I want your belt. Give yeah. it to me, and yeah. then have this fantastic match. And yeah. Like, Whoa, this is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. If you're gonna watch, if you're like that, like if you're gonna watch WWE, it's NXT and 205 Live. That's probably what yeah, you're gonna I, have to I watch. I don't mind the uh, the the high production stuff and like you know drama or whatever as long mm-hmm. as like someone's charismatic yeah but i just don't <laughs> i just don't see anyone that kind of stands out in the current roster you're not the only one that feels that <laughs> way there's a lot of people i, I have a way. friend he he said oh yeah I, I, it's because they lost so many people because they're such big stars so they kind of get people who they feel like won't leave them <laughs> yeah the wwe has a tendency to just sign everyone that's of name value mm-hmm. so that they can't sign anywhere else yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you should go to <laughs> bar wrestling. Like, intergender wrestling is actually really fun, like, if it's done right. And very common in on yeah. the independent scene. 
that's how Berto got me back into wrestling. Mm. So he took me to an independent show, and I'm like, okay, now I'm back in. And it has some of that ECW vibe. The the crowds are really intense and not not heat wave intense. Yeah, but it's the the community feel. Yeah, like we're all here for mm. to enjoy the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's sometimes when I go to a WWE show, I kind of get annoyed with some of the people that are there. Yeah, uh, I don't. I've only had that feeling once. Oh, which is a funny thing. It was at an AWS show. Um, Chris Wolf was wrestling. Um, can't remember her name. Nikki Savoy. I feel like we've mentioned Chris on every episode. Uh, it's a running joke. Like, you know, well, if you don't know. Well, that and we're actually friends with her. So yeah. That might be part of it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so if you don't know, Chris Wolf is Filipino. So she's wrestling and some guy in the crowd yells out, let's go Joy Luck Club. And I was like, Jesus Christ. That's kind of racist. She's not even Chinese. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we'll make a shirt about so it. That's his go-to reference for Asians. It's like, wow, that movie's been around. Yeah, it's been a, it was a while ago. It was a while ago. Yeah, and he was like sitting behind me. Wasn't like, an Asian guy though. No, it was a white it's dude. Not racist. It was an Asian. No. Yeah. <laughs> it was a white dude. <laughs> but yeah, like to my recollection, that's like the only time in the last few years that I've been going back to like indie shows that I ever was like, mm, the fuck, yeah, yeah. <laughs> leave. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, speaking of like top notch wrestling, <laughs> Heat Wave starts off like the first match was Balls Mahoney. Yes. <laughs> against Big Sal. It was so confused. They, they edited that song out of the, the the WWE network too, right? What well, I don't know what he walked out to before. Who's got big balls? Oh. Yeah. Got balls. <laughs> of course <laughs> they did. Got big balls or whatever. I'm surprised they didn't just censor his name. Just b- Mahoney. Like just <laughs> 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 I think he can just go by Balls Mahoney. Yeah. They just can't. I feel like Shotzi should like take over that theme song. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Um, but yeah, but I was so it was, confused it's weird by this. ECW had all these rock songs. Yeah. And, you know, this licensing thing. I was just so confused with the way the match started. I was just like, what the? F- why are Sal and Tony Mamaluke walking out here? What was their connection to? Didn't they they interrupt the promo or something? But that, yeah. that was an unsanctioned match, too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because then uh, I think the next match was the International Three Way, was it? Or. No, it's uh, the three on three. Uh, oh, Kid Cat, yeah. I have it. Oh up yeah, here. yeah, the tag, yeah. The cat, tag match. Yeah. But they said, and our first schedule match. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but even like the international three way, like Whip Mikey Whipwreck came out and yeah. like, oh no, he's in this match too. Yeah, it was just like W rules, you know. Yeah. Just like what is going on here? <laughs> and when something that doesn't make sense, they just go easy W rules. Like, I don't remember this. Rule. <laughs> But uh, yeah, what was the do? What was Sal? Why did Sal and Balls Mahoney fight? What I couldn't catch any of that. I don't know. I don't <laughs> like I rewatched this and I don't remember. Yeah, and and they they called him Nunzio during the match a couple of times. Oh, did they? Yeah, I was like, did they edit that in? Like, they couldn't say Little Guido or oh, oh that was later. We're still talking about the first match. I'm still talking about the first one, Sal and uh, Balls Mahoney. Oh, Big Sal. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm like, why is, why were they fighting? Because yeah, I didn't know if like Big Sal was there as a representative of the network, is why he came out during the promo. Yeah, it was kind of confusing. Yeah, I was like, wait, but why yeah. is he? They disappeared. Had, yeah, I was just like, they just interrupted, <laughs> like, and then that was it. If they were like brawling from the back and came out, that would make some sense. Yeah, but like they Unless just kind of showed were up to make. The 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 brawl with the commentators like a, a quote unquote real 
shoot or whatever and then like oh uh we're gonna throw two wrestlers out there to like have a match i don't know yeah maybe, I, I, maybe that w- i don't know like, yeah i have no idea <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well like it's again it's did you have w. any notes on that match no i literally wrote squash <laughs> yeah i was just like uh it's not i was i just put like it's not really a match it was just okay they it's fought just, uh, yeah something <laughs> violent to to feed to the yeah, that crazy crowd. <laughs> yeah, that day that was smelled like weed the entire <laughs> time. Yeah, that was an interesting thing. I remember people just like once they figured out no one's gonna stop them from smoking anything. Yeah, like cigarettes or weed. That that was ECW the rest rules. of the night. Yeah, ECW rules. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so the, smoking inside. Hey, that guy's just dead. ECW rules. <laughs> <laughs> so the first uh, scheduled match. <laughs> Was the six man tag? Mm-hmm. Uh, Kid Cash, Danny Doring, and Roadkill uh, versus Simon Diamond, C.W. Anderson, and Johnny Swinger. I think this was one of the that, that first match when I was like, I, I know half of these guys. I've heard their names. I well, knew Kid Cash. That's it. Oh no, no, I knew I knew who Simon Diamond. Well, was. at the time, I I, I I have completely forgotten until they said the new. Um, was it, it was like poor man's Polly Dangerous. Uh, like Dan, I Dan saw e him briefly. Yeah, yeah, it was like Louie e Dangerous said, or yeah, something. Yeah, and then they said the new, um, oh, what was the stable back in WCW? Uh, uh, the Dangerous Alliance. Th- yeah, Dangerous Alliance. So they I've never the heard of that Dangerous stable. Alliance. Oh. They call them the New Dangerous Alliance, and it was all knockoffs. So that's why C.W. Anderson, who is not really an Anderson. <laughs> oh, okay. So, such a schtick. And so you've never heard of C.W. Anderson? No. Like his kind of gimmick at the time was because he kind of looked like Arn Anderson. That's what I was figuring. I'm like, is he related? Like, he wasn't at all. No, okay. That was the gimmick. Oh, okay. <laughs> but he did all Arn's moves. moves. <laughs> <laughs> and then he had a beautiful Bobby Eaton come out for like a little thing. With oh, him. that's right. They did set this up. <laughs> there said, was like so, so much history. I was like, what? <laughs> 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 have so much history because Eaton's friends with the Anderson family. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, this was a surprise. I was like, "Oh, Kid Cash is part of ECW." I had no idea. Yeah, that's what that's where he made his. That's what I still associate him with was ECW. Oh, okay. Yeah, but uh, I was surprised at how over Roadkill was with the crowd. Yeah, yeah, that was. I mean, you guys were there. You explained it to me. I was like, "Who is this guy?" I I I I just liked Roadkill at the time. I remember because he was just like his ridiculous gimmick. Yeah, chuck the chicken, and that was like the main thing. I remember like. The crowd would say, but then I, Heat Wave, he was. I was like, is he actually like a big star? <laughs> I, I guess so. At the time. <laughs> yeah, so if you're unfamiliar, Roadkill's uh, gimmick was that he was Amish. <laughs> yeah, giant Amish dude. I was like, what the yeah, fuck? Paul Heyman, not Paul Heyman, uh, Joey Styles made this awkward joke about like, uh oh. Horse and carriage drive by in South Central. <laughs> 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 it's so awkward. I was like, oh. Yeah, I mean, Roadkill and Danny Doring, they were a longtime team in mm-hmm. ECW. So, I mean, they were veterans of the company, but I was just surprised at how loved they were in LA. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I figured, because again, I didn't recognize either of them. So, I figured, like, oh, maybe at that time they were just huge, but. I mean, from what you're telling or, or me, or maybe like you said, you know, uh, a lot of the big stars were gone, and the uh, mainstays were, you know, that were still there. The hardcore fans, they just loved them. Yeah, yeah. They got to see them. Yeah, I think what well in the match that 
<laughs> it was funny. This, the thing that stood out to me was that there was no padding ringside. Oh, God, yeah. Like, Nothing. Not even a mat. Yeah. But that was ECW. They, yeah, they exactly. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's why we have you on the show. You're just going to say that, like, oh, it's ECW. That's what it's just... <laughs> ECW rules. Just ECW rules. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, so I guess uh, for you, who had, was this your first time watching Heatwave? Yes. Oh. Actually, I don't think I've ever watched an ECW pay per view. Mm. Um, a real one. Like I've se- I saw the. I remember seeing I the reunion. I still remember that. Uh, I I saw them a couple of times on TV, like the regular show, a couple of times. But that's it. Did you ever watch uh, One Night Stand the first time? Yeah, I have that. I bought that DVD. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> that was fucking fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, it was a great goodbye mm-hmm. letter. <laughs> so let's do it again and drive it into the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Twice in a lifetime. Yeah. Um, so what do you think of the match? Like, since it was like kind of your first. Um, I I thought it was fine. It was a, it was a solid match. Uh, it was cool seeing Kid Cash doing his thing there. Um, the oh God, I'm looking at the name and I'm like, I don't remember what the fuck Johnny Swinger did. <laughs> this uh, yeah, he had a lot of signature moves too. Yeah, <laughs> um, I don't. I oh no, they just called him just Swinger in this, right? Like he had Swinger on the back of his tights. Yeah, I don't but think they said Johnny Swinger. They did say Johnny Swinger. They did. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I thought it was fine. Like it wasn't anything um, outstanding for me. But the ex- until that spot where it's like uh, Danny Doring jumps out, does a dive, and then Kid Cash does the he jumps off. Yeah. Of Roadkill and then Roadkill jumps off the top rope and like yeah. holy crap! <laughs> if he wasn't over before, it's like okay now that's when I was like okay I, I get it I guess that's why he's over. Yeah, I felt like that match like your uh, feel of it was pretty much the entire pay per view for me. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of stuff that was solid and then there was you know the high spots yeah. yeah but nothing that was like no match overall was just like mind blowing. Mm-hmm. Nothing was a classic. No, yeah. I don't think so. And the biggest hype was RVD's match was he's debuting the Van yeah. Terminator. Yeah. yeah. What's the Van Terminator? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of, uh, like I said, when this uh, pay-per-view was announced, I was kind of bummed we weren't getting RVD versus Jerry Lynn because yeah. they always put oh. on classics. But, I mean, the uh, the next match was Jerry Lynn versus Steve Carino. And, I mean. Oh, who won the? Oh, yeah. It was uh, Kid Cash, Danny Dorian, and Roadkill. Okay. Um. Kid Cash got the pin. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like he was like the highlight of that match for me. I also didn't realize his gimmick was Kid Rock ripoff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, oh <laughs> duh. I, that, that was one of those things like I never saw him with the hat and stuff in mm. TNA, so I was just like, oh. <laughs> yeah. I mean, anyway, <laughs> yeah. So uh, next match was Jerry Lynn versus Steve Carino. I felt that was a really that solid was, match. That was good. Yeah. Always yeah, happy I, to see I, Jerry I, Lynn. I, 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 Watching, I was, I, I was thinking, I forgot he, like Steve Carino was blonde for a moment, and I was like, why did he go blonde? Because he's like half blonde, and then he cut himself. And I was like, oh yeah, I, I, now I remember why he went blonde, so he could like really show off. Because he he always he always bled, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, that was part. That of That was it. a lot of blood in this one. Yeah, and I think that's another one of those things. That he, it's, a, it's a time capsule thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, he, everybody wore the crimson mask back mm-hmm. then. Yeah. Yeah. Like you don't. If like if you're only a fan from like today or like generation or this generation and you've never seen like wrestling at that time or even before, mm-hmm. like the blood is kind of maybe not off-putting, shocking maybe. Yeah, because you're just not used to seeing it. 
the blood was somewhat common from what I remember back then. Yeah. That late nineties, early two thousands, yeah. Yeah. Um but I mean there's a whole generation that hasn't grown up on that. Yeah. yeah uh, I remember first time I saw blood, I think it was like a Hulk Hogan match. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And I think he fought. I think his match was against Sergeant Slaughter or something. And he took a chair <laughs> shot. And this is when chair shots were like, "Oh my god, <laughs> yeah. I've never seen that before in my life." Yeah. And then he was bleeding. And, oh, he's cracked open. And it was this big dramatic thing. Mm-hmm. And then I think he beat Sergeant Slaughter for the title. And then that's when like Sergeant Slaughter like threw fire in his face or something at the end of like. <laughs> the like it was like this weird thing they showed like, like the highlights. And then they're like, they, it was like one of the first times they showed like. They had, so a wrestler walking backstage, you're like, oh, what is this? And yeah. Sergeant Slaughter somehow threw fire into his face <laughs> and he burned his face, I guess. And oh, yeah. Backstage was taboo at one point. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah just felt like with the blood, Karina like bled pretty early in this match. Yeah. yeah. It was like within the first couple minutes. I think his. Like really quickly. Yeah. I think his face got smashed into the non padded concrete and that's what happened or something like that or. Well, I, yeah, I think that's what the story was. <laughs> yeah, well, it's funny because yeah. they showed a replay, and after he takes the initial hit, you can see him start reaching for the the blade. Yeah, I was just like, <laughs> he didn't hide this well. <laughs> yeah, like he immediately. It was, it was like the one goal he had. He's like, all right, I'm gonna go in there. I'm gonna find a spot to like blade. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that was his whole thing. It's like that's the only thing I, I can do right here because Jerry Lynn is gonna do a lot it's of like the heavy Carino's lifting. Show up, you yeah. Know, wait for the blade. Just like New Jack's gonna show up. You'll wait for like you know the bowling ball or, or him to stab somebody. <laughs> 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 I don't think I saw a lot of Carino and ECW, even though I was watching at the time. I knew the name. I'm, I'm this in the same boat. Like I knew the name, but I he didn't see a lot of them. ECW, right? Carino uh, ROH, I believe. I think that's right. I don't remember him in WCW. Yeah, because Carino ended up doing commentary for ROH like towards the end of his career. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, you know, I was happy to see Jerry Lynn perform. I was like, oh, cool. At least I get this because he's one of those guys I associate with ECW. Yeah. Um, yeah, so even though I was disappointed that it wasn't RVD Jerry Lynn, it was still like a, a really good match. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of weird, like there are a few that could be called match of the night, but it's not saying a lot. <laughs> I feel for this yeah, card. Yeah, that's what kind of yeah, it had sucks. Its spots. It was yeah, entertaining, but it did very much feel like a mid card. It's kind of match. Yeah, yeah overall, even though. Lynn did a lot of cool stuff. Yeah. He did. And again, like I said, I'm always happy to see him perform. Yeah. But like the this match, and then even the whole pay-per-view felt kind of in the middle. Because I, I can't call it bad, but it was just like, okay. I, I yeah. wonder you know? if they just got lazy once they heard the crowd and they're like, oh, we can just like sneak. <laughs> pop, you know? like, I wonder if that's what, I mean, I don't know. I wonder if pro wrestlers do that. They're like, oh, I yeah. bet. It's got to happen. The, the crowd's already hot. Like, we don't need to do <laughs> that crazy of a high spot anymore yeah i don't need to kill myself (laughs) here comes karina i mean the fact i mean well i don't know sandman always spent like 20 minutes to get into the ring anyway but oh yeah seemed especially long when i was actually there yeah (laughs) i bet if you're for sandman i bet if you're there that's great but for me watching that i well i mean we'll get to it more especially enter the sandman yeah when i'm when i'm watching i'm just like come on Get the ring. <laughs> oh, by the way, back to the match. Who's who's Jack Victory? I have no idea who that guy is. I think he was a a wrestler. Um, I think he was retired by that time. Because mm-hmm. uh, I think he broke his leg towards the end of his career. Yeesh. Yeah. So then he kind of just became a I don't want to say a manager. He <laughs> just kind of the guy that would back other wrestlers up, mm-hmm. their other heels. Okay. Yeah. 
<laughs> I forgot what company he was with, but like you know, he he used the name Jack Victory for most places he went. And I think in one company it was Jacko Victory. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, has it here on his Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, Jerry Lynn won that match um, with the Cradle Pile Driver. The cradle Pile Driver. Which that's is right. Another thing you don't see. You pile. don't. Yeah, you don't see Pile Driver. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you also can't do the Brain Buster. They've been using it more. They've been bringing that back. Yeah. They've been bringing it back. But yeah. you can you can kind of see it's not as brutal as it used to be. No. Like uh, there's definitely some space between like the opponent and the mat now. Oh, unless you're Matt Jackson at Double or Nothing. Yeah. Doing it on a turnbuckle, you're like, <laughs> oh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I guess one last interesting note on the Jerry Lynn Carino match is that Jerry Lynn is now an agent for ROH, and Carino is a coach at NXT. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, that so I guess but you're still working. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, again, solid match. Again, I uh, wasn't blown away by it. Yeah. But I'm guessing, like, do you guys have specific memories of what was going on when this match was? Being there, it was, it was a blur. Yeah. I, I bet. I think the whole was night intense. was this, this experience because, I think the crowd was just caught up on just chanting. Yeah. Stuff. <laughs> That's and half the fun thinking, of the show. Yeah, and thinking of stuff to chant. Mm-hmm. You know, and there was like a guy dressed like Bruce Lee on the side. People going, the fuck, fuck you, Bruce. Fuck you, Bruce. <laughs> but he, there, there was a guy that looked like Goldberg. He, had, he was bald with a goatee, like uh-huh. like a Jack, a Steve Austin, but he had like a leather jacket, mm-hmm. like, like Goldberg, like a biker jacket. And everyone's like, Goldberg. Goldberg. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Wait, where were you guys sitting? I was about to ask. Uh, I was behind the hard cam. Oh wow! Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let me think. On TV, the entrance came from the right, but I, when I was there, everyone was coming out from my left. So I. So you. Oh, you're TV on. side. Oh, you're on I camera. was just. Uh, I wasn't on camera. I think because of the way the uh, Grand Olympic Auditorium was uh, made, like I was just up. So I think the balcony had like. It's obstructed like me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. So yeah. I, I think I was on that side, like yeah, the, opposite the, you. Yeah, that was, it, it's like it was like it's an overhang. Like, like a, yeah, it's like overhang, like balcony. Like okay, it was like up. So it was, so people on top would look, be looking straight. Down. Yeah, I, I can I can only imagine it's probably like super steep up there. Yeah, oh, Jesus, yeah, I've never been up there. <laughs> like yeah, one of the things I did want to mention. Uh, I mean, obviously ECW. This being historic in that it was its only West Coast show, mm-hmm. is that it was at the Grand Olympic, which was built in the mid twenties or Jesus. opened in the mid twenties, and it was specifically for boxing, wrestling, and weightlifting. And they had some oh, yeah, for like Olympics and Olympic training. Yeah. Okay, um, and it was the base for LA wrestling for a long time for NWA Hollywood, which was run by Mike and Gene Labelle. Okay. Like you're an MMA guy, yeah, yeah, so you yeah. know those know names. Those, yeah. um, and even if you, uh, you're not an MMA guy, like you know Daniel Bryan and the LaBelle Lock or mm-hmm. the Yes Lock now. And the odd thing, which I found weird, is that it closed in the '80s because first wrestling was booming at the time. So instead of like wrestling being resurrected in LA, mm-hmm. uh, the shift or the focus had shifted to like New York and Atlanta and Minneapolis. It was kind of weird that it couldn't like the wrestling boom didn't affect L.A. Yeah, and it was the opposite thing, and they they closed the the Grand Olympic, huh? Um, Which yeah. is now a 
Korean church. Yeah. What? Yeah. It's, oh, it's weird whoa. whenever I drive by it now because it's off the freeway. <laughs> And it's it's like pink, right? It's like a or like this like a peach color. It's, it's like where is it? Is it right off the freeway? It's right off. Um, it's right off where like the one hundred and one and the ten sort of like. Oh, then I think I've driven by it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they removed like, because it used to have like st- like almost like Greek statues, I guess, or like mm-hmm. the, the figures up on the building. But they re- you can tell like they removed all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And they're like these like of like just artwork on the side and make it look quote unquote olympic yeah, yeah. you know <laughs> yeah now there's giant korean letters like <laughs> it's just churches took over <laughs> jesus yeah. <laughs> yeah i think yeah so for me it's kind of one of the cool things about being in that venue is just the history of it because mm-hmm. i mean just in terms of wrestling like guys yeah. like luthez uh ed lewis freddie blassie who we get our our podcast name from like mm-hmm. all these names that come through there roddy piper andre the giant yeah had all been or wrestled in that building and oh, a lot wow. of classic boxing matches too I yeah because oh, i think they alternated like every other friday wrestling and boxing got it yeah and uh rage against the machine like they played their last show before they broke up at the grand olympic it's <laughs> <laughs> so a lot of history in that building um, not anymore <laughs> yeah <laughs> no well i guess the history's still there yeah the cool stuff happening yeah. doesn't happen yeah. anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you're a Korean Christian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, oh, so the next match, like we were talking about, like Sandman and his historically long entrances. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. He, 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 he went into like the dark areas of the arena. Like, oh, yeah. Where did he get his beer? I Somewhere in his pocket. I don't where know. his pocket? Somewhere. But I don't know where he got the other ones. Because, like, you look at his yeah, pockets, well, like, because he it's, pulled it's, it's, one. It's almost like a magic trick. Like, yeah. he moves through the crowd, and then there's, like, a plant in there that hands him a beer. And I'm <laughs> guessing that's I'm what s- it was. I'm, I'm wondering, like, why wasn't that his gimmick? He was, like, the magic <laughs> beer man or something, you know? Actually, do you know why he's called the Sandman? I don't. You don't? So, his first gimmick was, like, a surfer. I do remember oh. that. And it stuck. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he kept the same name. You can find it. He's, like, in a wetsuit and has, like, glasses and stuff. It's, like... <laughs> I couldn't when I found that out, I was like I couldn't believe it. Yeah. <laughs> wow. But I do remember reading about that gimmick. Yeah. Wait, he was in a wetsuit? Yeah. How do you wrestle in that? Mm-hmm. Those things are pretty tight. Maybe he took it off. I don't know. I just saw the image and I was just Wait, like, he, what he the had hell? Like a, val- a valet that peeled it off of him or something? I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Or maybe it wasn't a real wetsuit. It was just kinda it oh, just looked uh, like it or something. But yeah, I just remember seeing that and he had like a surfboard with him. It was just <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> It's like if you uh, watch on the network, um, I don't know if it's on which platforms it's on because I was watching on my laptop and there's like a 10 second skip backwards or forwards. Mm-hmm. I just kept skipping 10 seconds through Sandman's entrance. Yeah. Like I saw it when I was there. I don't need to see it again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then he, he, he. Oh, we skipped a match. Oh, did we? Yeah. It was uh, Chris oh. Chetty and Nova versus Debaldi's. Yeah, <laughs> I don't even remember that match. Yeah, like uh, Nova was dressed in like uh, the Flash. He was dressed up as the right, Flash, that's yeah. right? And yeah. then at the end, they wanted the uh, tag title, right? Oh man, look at Sandman. <laughs> <laughs> he should have brought a surfboard every time, though. Just yeah, to smash someone through it. Yeah, um, but I guess it makes no sense if you're in Jersey. Or something. Yeah, yeah. But the yeah, I I see why you guys forgot it because the match was like five minutes. 
Yeah. Oh, well, I, actually, we skipped over two matches. Yeah. Oh, well, <laughs> it's because there was a, a a kind of a recap of the Sandman Rhino rivalry. Yeah. Uh, that's what was in my head. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Nova, like he was kind of, I think before Hurricane, before Rey Mysterio, and before, you know, Finn Balor, he was that dude that was wearing like the Flash gear. Mm-hmm. He had like Venom inspired gear, like Green Lantern. Um, yeah. I'm like we. Kind of did. We I did. mean, his name was Nova. I, yeah. I imagine it's named after the Marvel character. The soon to be <laughs> announced MCU <laughs> character. You make an announcement here? I don't know anything. I don't know Are they at least going to put you in Shang-Chi? Shang-Chi? Chi. Chi. I don't know. Shang-Chi is a cousin of mine, Victor Chi. You know, I don't want to make sense, Marvel. I mean, yo, it's right here. Take the jump ball. Let's go. Take the. It only makes sense, Marvel. While they're at it, they should cast Katie Leung, and then you can introduce me finally. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Katie doesn't. Oh, I don't know. Maybe she listens to this podcast. Hi, Katie. <laughs> <laughs> she will now. She will now. But this is the first time I'd seen Nova in ECW because I had always known him as like he's the, one of the BWL guys. And that's it. I'd never seen him like as himself. Yeah. This is post BWL. I think so, because right. yeah, because blue because blue meanie is thin. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, do you remember him as Simon Dean in WWE? I I know of the gimmick. I never watched it. Yeah, it was, it was funny because when he moved over to WWE, uh, I was like, oh, cool, and then they gave him Simon Dean. I was like, ah, oh, not so cool. And you're like, oh man. <laughs> yeah, like I think they did. Like he did two appearances in WWE as. Like Hollywood Nova in the BWO, mm-hmm. but oh, I th- that's right. Yeah, but that was during like that ECW invasion, wasn't it? Yeah, when I think so. when Lawler brought Mr. Monday Night over, and yes, then, like, yeah. the, the Job Squad showed up. I think mm-hmm. right too, right? Yeah, I think yeah. there was one one night where he actually played both Nova and Simon Dean on the same show. <laughs> <laughs> but the, yeah, Nova is the only one I recognize in that match. I only. I don't know who Chris Chetty is. The Baldies theme, like, uh, it's like, crap, what do we call these two? We're both bald. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, there's like, again, these are all guys that kind of been in ECW for a long time. Mm-hmm. But again, they weren't you know, like your Dudleys. They weren't your Taz. They weren't your Shane yeah. Douglas. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Nova looked good here. Yeah. I, do, I did like some of his stuff. I Again, I'd never seen him as himself. And I was like, that was kind of a treat. Yeah. Yeah. And I'd totally forgotten about their finisher. Uh, Chetty and Nova, they stood on the top turnbuckle like side by side. Yeah, and uh, was it Chetty delivered a leg drop and Nova did a splash. Yeah, that was actually time. pretty cool to see. Yeah, like some innovation and like that's kind of the thing that you associate with ECW. ECW yeah, yeah but, that uh, type it of innovation. Was a little sticky though, you know. Oh, we're gonna come off the same because you know the Rockers did like you know. The, oh, jumped off the top rope at the same time oh, okay and, um, uh, rock and roll express they also had uh, i think they went double punch off the top <laughs> 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 I mean, like that, you know? but back there they're like oh they're jumping off the top rope <laughs> yeah i mean back then like or well, maybe not then but in the, in the 80s if you jumped off the second rope you were a high flyer <laughs> they were like oh my god <laughs> oh that explains bret hart's elbow then yeah, <laughs> yeah. okay um so yeah, uh, like I said, uh, Chetty and Nova won with the that big splash, yeah. like drop combo. Yeah, what's the name of that thing? I'm sure they had a name to it. There was I, I forgot what they called it. And then at the end, they like you know 
did the whole I want I want the mm-hmm. tag belt yeah motion on the waist. <laughs> Whatever happened to this Chetty guy? Because I think they said he was one of the only guys to come from their their school. Hmm. But I again I don't know anything about him after that. I'm guessing like a lot of the ECW guys, he probably knocked around the indies for a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's all I'm seeing on his. Uh, oh, I guess he had a feud with Nova too. <laughs> yeah, of course, Which makes sense. Of course they did. Yeah, <laughs> you always have to have a feud with your tag partner. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so the next match is probably one that I was the most excited about after RVD because it was Tajiri. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was like the it was supposed to be a three way. Yeah. Which turned into this a four-way. Uh, that part of it was weird. Everything else was cool. Yeah. <laughs> so it was uh, Tajiri versus Little Guido, which is kind of weird to say now because you know it's offensive. Yeah. Um, he went by Nunzio in WWE for a reason. Mm-hmm. Um, versus Psychosis, who had lost his mask at this point. I think he already had his run in WCW by this point, yeah, and yeah. he came back. Jericho got his mask off, right? Uh, that was... Wasn't that the food against Hoovy? That was Hoovy. Yeah, that was oh, that was Hoovy. Yeah. yeah, that was Hoovy, and Rey Mysterio, if I recall. Rey Mysterio was didn't have a mask for a little. Right. Bit. Yeah. They, they all got unmasked actually. Yeah. Hoovy understood because he was a good looking guy. <laughs> <laughs> Hoovy probably didn't want a mask to be. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh yeah, then uh, Mikey Whipwreck inserted himself into this match. Oh yeah, so the promo finally. Actually, did affect the show. What was was his gimmick? Like he was like seduced by the devil or something, something like that, like brainwashed or something. Because he came out and his eyes were like, oh, like oh, yeah, I'm like you know, I'm a trance. (laughs) (laughs) He wasn't even in gear. He was in a suit, but you could see like knee pads. Yeah, it was kind of weird. Oh, he was the first eliminated at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I forgot how much I liked Tajiri. I forgot how much I like watching him work. And I was just like, oh, right. Yeah, that's why he was a big deal. Did you ever watch his matches with Super Crazy in ECW? Yes, I did. I did look those up. Those were fantastic matches. Yeah. Yeah. Completely forgot right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, those were the reason, like, Tajiri was one of my favorites. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I remember when he uh, first debuted in ECW, Mm -hmm. he wasn't wearing the pants. He didn't have a beard. Uh, So I think he's wearing, like, kind of light blue trunks. Okay. Yeah, it almost looked like one of those the kinds, kinds really at the time. Yeah, yeah. 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 like okay. he was kind of clean shaven, mm-hmm. but maybe had the mustache. But like he looked like a young lion at the time. No way! Yeah, I gotta he, look that up. Yeah, when he first debuted. Yeah, then he developed this like crazed. I don't know, like coked out on his green mist. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty much <laughs> gimmick. And like you can't really recap a match like this. It's just it's quick paced, high moving. Or high yeah. spots. And, and it's a typical ECW, like, lightweight match that was very entertaining. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And had the chain wrestling, had everything you expected. Uh, it was very satisfying. But yeah. I guess not memorable, but I don't know if it, the whole thing was entertaining. Yeah, this was might be my favorite match of the night, just mainly because I got to see Tajiri. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I know that I, I probably marked out when he, uh, he, uh, Blew the green mist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm a, always a big fan of Japanese wrestlers and the mist. Mm-hmm. I think that was the first time I saw it live, too. I was yeah. like, oh, green mist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> green mist. I remember the great Muda. Yeah. <laughs> Not Tajiri. <laughs> Sacrilege. <laughs> Wait, did Tajiri come out of one of the big organizations in Japan, or where did he come from? 
Um, I can't remember if he was Noah. So I, I when he left WWE, he went back to Japan, and he definitely was he wasn't wrestling for New Japan. Okay. What, what do, do you? I remember hearing there was a significance between the different colored mists. Was there? Yeah, they're like, supposed to like, like each the red burns and then the green blinds and yeah, they're all, each oh. color is supposed to have a different power. I had no idea. Yeah. Oh shoot, that's crazy. Yeah, so the Great Muda had like different colored stuff. So I'm, if he really yeah. hated you and you saw that like a certain color, you're like, oh, he really hates him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's trying to burn his face, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like one of my beasts, like um, being a fan, like an old school fan. You know, like the the Japanese mist was like. It was part of that lore in Japanese wrestling, mm-hmm. and like the the kayfabe reason for it is like there was a gland they had in their throats, <laughs> which is why if you ever notice like Tajiri or like Great Muda before they spray the mist, they kind of rub their lymph nodes. Oh. Really? Yeah. Oh. Um, so it kind of it bugs me when they, like you see a non-Japanese wrestler use the mist. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, you don't have the gland. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't know the art of it. According <laughs> uh, to this, he came out of big Japan pro wrestling, and he had some time in CMLL also. Mm. Yeah, before, I guess, and then ECW was kind of his first big break yeah. after that. Oh, wow, interesting. And just say where he went after he left WWE? Um, he spent some time in, back to Indies, and then he went to Hustle. And then, 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 then all WWE, and he? yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. And then all Japan, quite a, quite and then all Japan, and then New Japan after that. Oh, maybe I was thinking all Japan after he left. Yeah. Um, yeah, he was like the cruiserweight champion for for a long time. Yeah, and he's back in all Japan. It looks like. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Good on you, seen the Tarantula for the first time in ECW on TV. I was like, what yeah. is this? <laughs> yeah. I. Yeah, if, if you haven't seen him, like go back and watch the Tajiri versus Super, Super Crazy, crazy. matches. Oh, mm-hmm. um, like anytime they were in the ring together, it was magic. Yeah. Um, yeah. So this one, like you said, it was just high paced. Was, was there anything that like stood out for you guys from this one? Um. Again, just seeing. It, I mean, it was kind of like a. Again, it wasn't even a ten minute match. It was yeah. kind of like you got to see all the everybody's spot. It. Yeah. Didn't feel like a, a match that had any time wasted, though. Yeah, yeah. it was just go, when, go, go. Except for when like Whipwreck was in there, there was a couple <laughs> slow spots. I feel like. Yeah. yeah. Damn you, Sinister Minister. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he was eliminated first uh, by Guido um, to Jerry Pin Psychosis, and then to Jerry uh, when he busted out the mist and on on Guido. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I, well, I, he was green for a good uh, one, chunk of the match. One, one thing I forgot was that Guido was a good wrestler. Yeah, he, was, he yeah. was always in that lightweight division. He mm-hmm. always he always like stayed stayed up with like all the luchadors and mm-hmm. all the Japanese wrestlers, and they did the their chain wrestling shtick where yeah. at the end they like you know stand at, at attention at each other, and the yeah. crowd gives them a standing ovation. You know, yeah. but he always was there. Like mm-hmm. he kept up, you know, with like the twenty million. Pin counters, and yeah, <laughs> yeah, all that stuff. Yeah, I think, yeah, because uh, he, I think, it got used in a lot of comedy spots. Yeah, but it was him and like Jamie Noble, like two guys uh, yeah, yeah, in that Jamie division. Noble. Yeah, they were like highly underrated, mm-hmm. um, just because of the, the the stuff they were given. But they were both great. Mm-hmm. I wonder if uh, they didn't mind at all, like if they were like company guys. You know, like 
I remember Tommy Dreamer. He did. He he wanted to never win the title. Yeah. I mean, but yeah. then when they were folding, they gave it to him. Right. Yeah. Like a second, right? It was yeah, like a yeah. second, and then Justin Incredible got it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So great match. Uh, this was fun. I think you know what I did notice about this is that. They had, like, the six-man tag, which was, like, a nice start. Mm-hmm. And then the momentum, to kind of carry the momentum through, they put this match in the middle, yeah. which was, like, that's actually pretty smart. Yeah. 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 Um, it's good booking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so then we get to uh, Sandman and his uh, four-hour entrance. <laughs> Jesus. But, I mean, that had to be great when you were there. He actually walked right by me. I was sitting oh. on, I was, my friend was on, he was my friend was on the aisle, I was next to him, and then the, his music played and I was looking for him. Mm-hmm. And then he ran right by me and I I, I don't I, I I I wish I saw him coming. Uh-huh. He came by, I was like, Oh man, I <laughs> and he just darted down and he poured beer down like <laughs> one of the fans. I think the guy was wearing like a, a Philadelphia like you know, flyers flyers, flyers, flyers. The NHL flyers. Team. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, did did it was it actually beer? Did it smell like beer? I think his always was his, beer. His was always beer. Yeah. So he had a buzz before. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's one of those I think he always wrestled drunk, right? Probably. Yes. Yeah. With all that beer he had to. He was like kind of he was never great in the ring, but he was so no. charismatic, like the fans well, loved his him. Entrances were always longer than his matches. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think this is well, other than the Balls Mahoney match, this is the shortest match on the card. <laughs> and it was a title match. <laughs> title. <laughs> Television. The t- the TNN the title. TV title. <laughs> TV title. <laughs> it's Rhino is part of the network. Rhino with an I. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> that I remember that was like the first thing I was looking for. I'm like, which rhino is this? And I was just looking at his outfit, I'm like, is it spelled with a Y? <laughs> Yeah, that's one of those weird like trademarking things, mm-hmm. I guess. But then like D- WWE ended up owning ECW, so anyway. they could have gone back to the original spelling if they wanted. Yeah. Um, but there's some nasty spots in this eight minute match. Yeah. Because uh, yeah, it was Sandman who grabs the guardrail. Yeah. Throws that in the ring. And yeah, it was like, like, a d- <laughs> like a different color guardrail. He put it from under the ring, right? No, it was from the back. Like he walked from back the to the back. entrance and he walked back out. Yeah, and it was like I was like, oh, he put out a guard guardrails black, but the guardrails outside are they're so steel colored. ECW <laughs> rules, man. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually part of his collection. Yeah, he yeah. just that goes with him everywhere. Goes <laughs> he, and him. I don't know if he was drunk or it was just yes. like this gimmick, you know, where. Like, he threw it in there, and even the commentators were like, "He doesn't. He doesn't even know what to do with it." <laughs> <laughs> and then he did like the Irish whip into it or something, yeah. and you're like, "That's it." <laughs> yeah, it's ECW. <laughs> yeah, I just th- like this was interesting to me because, uh, uh, you know, people when they think of ECW, they think of like hardcore wrestling and mm-hmm. like extreme rules. But up until this point, like this was the first kind of hardcore match on the card. Right? Straight up hardcore. Yeah, match. I mean, there was some certain elements that were brought in. Like, yeah, I. Because they, they they just always allowed chairs and stuff, right? Yeah. There's no DQ in ECW. ECW. Yeah. Yeah. No no DQ. Apparently, run-ins were fine too. Yeah. I, I <laughs> well, it's no DQ. So <laughs> like when you watch it now, you're like, how come the entire locker room just didn't come out? <laughs> yeah. I, how are they just not out there constantly? Yeah, how are they just not out there <laughs> beating each other up all yeah. the time? You know, like 
Like, if you got beef with someone else, why not just run in there during their match? Yeah, I'm just going to stay out why here. Why wait till the end? Exactly. Know? I'm just going to stay out here. I'll get all the TV time. Wait <laughs> like, till the end because you're tired and you can yeah. fight back. There you go. There you go. Oh, the same man's wife comes out. That's where the oh yeah the the angle was with this because they had, I guess yeah back to the domestic violence stuff. Yeah, they, they showed some clips of Rhino beating the shit out of Sandman's wife. Yeah, like trying to stuff her head in the toilet. Mm-hmm. That was a little uncomfortable. Yeah, the whole time like cursing at her. Mm-hmm. Like it's a, like the words themselves are words that I use, but in context, I'm like, oh, it's kind of uncomfortable going back and watching this stuff. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> did you have ratings for these, Berto? I did. Oh. Well, because I didn't know if we, we would. Yeah, no, go back to that. What did, what, what do we, what do you do for um, Sal versus Balls Mahoney? Oh, that was a big fat zero. <laughs> yeah. Good. If he was anything more than that, I would I'd quit the show. Balls <laughs> lost that one, right? Yes. Yeah. What do we have for the six man? Uh, I put that at two and a half. Two and a half. Okay. Is that a five? I'm assuming. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Two and a half. Um, Jerry Lynn was a Karina was three star for me. Three star. Okay. I'll, yeah. I'll give you that. Fair, what, what do you think? What are you thinking on these? Pretty uh, pretty accurate right now. Accurate. Fair, okay. Yeah. Fair. Uh, okay. And I didn't I didn't cross check with Meltzer, so I don't know. Yeah. Like, uh, or Pingle Pingle in his ratings. Oh God. <laughs> uh, Chris Chetty Nova that match I gave two stars. Yeah. Um. Okay. <laughs> I remember them at the end because he's dressed like the Flash. Yeah. <laughs> um, for the the four way match to jury, uh, I give that three and a quarter. Okay. Um, probably could have been a three and a half for me too. Like, it's it's one thing because I'm rating it, watching it on TV. Yeah. I feel like I would have rated some of the matches higher if I'd done it right after I'd watched that show live. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because you know there's like the adrenaline, the excitement of being in the crowd. I mean, we're like 19 years removed now. Yeah, I mean, I'm, twi- <sighs> I'm 29 <laughs> now, so. <laughs> I mean, the hey, your mom just <laughs> left you there. <laughs> yeah. the, the stuff we saw back then, you know, compared to now. Now we we have like 19 years of wrestling experience. Yeah, viewing. that's insane. Um, yeah. So for this one, I gave it a two and a half. Two and a half. Okay. I mean, she's, because you know exactly what kind of match you're getting out of it. Yeah. Um, I wasn't going to be looking for chain wrestling with Sam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I honestly, I might have taken away the half star if it weren't for Spike Dudley. That's right. He did come out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Spike was still there. Yeah. Like, the the story was that Rhino broke his leg. Mm-hmm. So, like, he uh, made a run in. And, like, it was, like, the crowd was excited for that. I mean, it was Spike Dudley. The, 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 the Spike Dudley, he was like an actual accountant or something for ECW, right? He's he's an actual accountant now. Yeah, but yeah. I think he did accounting or something for ECW. Or something he like had that. to have because a lot of wrestlers did those dual roles. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, because yeah. 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 like Tommy Dreamer helped on the business side yeah. of it too. Um, but yeah, I feel like this is kind of one of those matches that would have been way more fun live compared to watching on TV. Yeah, because I mean we've seen you know at live shows when people go outside the ring. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's almost an element of danger yeah. being there. Yeah. Um, now, what did you guys think? I would have been scared just because the kendo stick always splinters, and I'm like, oh, I'd yeah, always yeah. be freaked out if one of those like flew out to the crowd. Like, yeah. <laughs> Rewatching Heat Wave, there was one I forgot what match it was, but someone like 
took a you know like a fake punch swing mm-hmm. at someone that was like you know had one of those like leg splitting things on the rail where like they're, they're you know crush their balls and yeah. sitting there and then like like their opponent like took a swing at them but they ducked uh, but they ducked but the audience was there and I was like <laughs> oh that was really close but it's ECW so yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean if you're expecting to get beer poured down your throat you're kind of <laughs> hoping a chair shot would like come your way too yeah <laughs> <laughs> you want you know RVD to do a senton flip into the crowd yeah <laughs> which is part of that commercial package they always <laughs> yeah. yeah uh this match was pretty much what i expected it to be it's yeah. like all right sandman's gonna do his shtick uh that really long entrance yeah and i was just like come on let's go um but uh no it, it was uh it had some of the well it, some of the spots in this match made me the most uncomfortable because yeah. you're like the way they're landing on that rail i'm like ah. yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I'm, I was also su- surprised he jobbed that match. Sandman? Yeah. You know, after, it's kind of like, oh, after all the domestic violence. <laughs> like, yeah. He couldn't avenge his wife, you know? Oh, yeah, you're right. Just, it was like when like Triple H feud with Booker T and like, oh, said yeah. his hair was nappy. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then like Booker T hit every single signature move. No, yeah. no. It was actually his finishers. Mm-hmm. And like <laughs> Triple H kicked out of all of them. And then yeah. he hit the pedigree. And it was like, Five minutes before you pinned them, and you still oh won. yeah, yeah, and you're like, this feels unsatisfying. Wrong. Yeah, yeah like, that was wrong. Wrong, yeah, there's something yeah. wrong about <laughs> this. It's like, oh, that was the wrong finish. That's <laughs> really what it was. Like he, he he went evil, yeah. <laughs> and he won. I wonder if maybe they were like gonna go somewhere else with it, but the company folded. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was only a few events after this one. Yeah. It's kind of funny, like going back and seeing Rhino in this mode, because uh, since Vic, you don't uh, watch currently. This is a couple years ago. Like Rhino, is he still on the WWE roster? No, Rhino's still at it. His contract ended, and now he's just signed with Impact. Oh, okay, yeah, but he was in WWE for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like he was in NXT, just kind of that veteran presence, and he actually won the tag titles with Heath Slater. <laughs> and he was kind of like huh. a. You were watching during I, this? I didn't know that, yeah. Because uh, uh, So at the time on SmackDown, they had this after show called Talking Smack mm-hmm. where a lot of the wrestlers got to like kind of be themselves, and it was more entertaining than what they were given script-wise. This, then this was on the network, right? Yeah. Uh, Talking Smack was, yeah. But there's, Rhino was just always fun on that show, mm-hmm. and there was one uh, show over the holidays where there's some guy dressed as Santa, obviously drunk and just making really random comments, and it turned out to be Rhino. <laughs> uh, so it's funny going back and watching this and knowing what he is 19 years later. Because um, he was a killer back then. Yeah. 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 It was kind of crazy because he's not that tall, but he's just massive. Wide. Like, yeah. He's, he's like, like two of me. He's like side by side. He's <laughs> like he's like Wolverine. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, two and a half stars for Two and a half stars for that one. Uh, so the, got to see the gore, you know. Oh yeah, not on Sandman on his on Spike Dudley, right? Yeah, because he like sidestepped it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the next match was uh the one that I was really looking forward to was RVD versus Scotty Anton. I uh, was surprised RVD wasn't the main event. Yeah, um, I guess it's maybe because the world title. Oh right, right. Yeah, and plus Dreamer and. I mean, it's, you know, it's Dreamer and Just Incredible. Uh, and yeah. Francine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I guess also not main event Scotty Riggs or That's AKA true. Scotty right, Anton. Right, yeah. Scotty Anton, what, whatever his name was. Um, so yes, yeah, so the story going into this is cause, uh, this is after Scotty Riggs, who is now Scotty, Scotty Anton, left WCW, and is uh, was actually friends with uh, RVD and turned on him uh, on a show, costing him his undefeated streak. Yeah, two That's year right, streak yeah. to uh, Jerry Lynn. That's unheard of to hear of a title reign that long yeah. nowadays. Yeah, what I thought was interesting, too, is that, you know, obviously RVD was a huge star at ECW, but, you know, his title was the TV title. It wasn't even a, the, the world title. Yeah. Um, so hey, props to RVD for making that his own. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but it was fun to see the whole... Again, we didn't get to hear it on the network, but it was fun to see him do the whole oh. thing with his thumbs and the crowd go nuts. I mean, the, the crowd must have exploded when he came out. Yeah, I, I think I mentioned it earlier. He, the crowd chanted RVD mm-hmm. one entire cycle of the song, mm-hmm. and then it played over again. <laughs> and then he came out. Oh, <laughs> my God. And yeah. the entire time, it was just piping hot. Oh, my and then, God. And... And even though it, it died down a little bit, it was still piping hot. And then when he came out, it was like, like it was like another crowd that was hidden or something. <laughs> and it, it, was, it was crazy. Yeah, that like might be one of my favorite all-time wrestling themes. Uh, it was "Walk," originally done by Pantera, but Rob Van Dam's version was done by uh, Kilgore. Okay. And like that's one of the few songs that I think I might actually like the remake a little bit better than the original. Mm. I think uh, it could be just because it was RVD's well, they cut version. Out, well, they also cut out a lot of the song. Yeah. For his entrance, anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, crowd is super hot. Like RVD had been promising a new move for this, like the weeks leading up to it, um, called the Van Terminator. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had used a move called the Van Daminator. Which, I love that move. Yeah, yeah, like he like this is yeah. the one where he like tosses the chair at you and just yeah, like, yeah, and he can hit any time, and that yeah. is at the height of chair usage. Yeah, <laughs> so everyone always had a chair, so yeah. he could always hit this move. Well, everyone just needed to sit down, Vic. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think one of the things that uh, you kind of forget because you're so used to RVD being like, you know, high flying and doing like flippy shit. Mm-hmm. You know, at one point, like one of his signature moves, signature move was the gorilla press into the moonsault. Yeah, I totally forgot about that. Yeah, and you forget, oh, like, this, dude's, this dude is strong. Like, yeah. he has weightlifting records. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. He's actually an athlete. Yeah. yeah. And the tumbling senton, which they called Rolling, rolling Thunder. Thunder. Rolling Thunder. I did not like the rebrand. What was it? Why did they have to as? change it? Well, it's the original. I thought it was always called Rolling Thunder. Yeah, that's what, what I was thought. It, what was it called before? I thought it was called the tumbling senton in um, ECW. Oh, I always thought it was Rolling Thunder with him and Sabu. I could have sworn it was. Maybe maybe I'm just old now. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just happy that he landed a version of it here because in WWE, like he would land it like less than half the time. Rolling Thunder. (laughs) Like if you ever, did you ever see the version with Sabu? No. Uh, So it was Rob Van Dam doing like the tumble from one side Mm. and Sabu like flipping from the other side. Oh, and Sabu yeah. missed. Uh, no. <laughs> they usually hit it because okay, they were okay. a tag team at one point. Okay. Yeah, it was just, they were very entertaining tag team. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, that sounds like a great they match. They had great yeah. matches against yeah. each other. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah I bet. You know, like Sabu, that's another big ECW name that was missing from this show. Where was he at this point? Oh, he might, he might have just left the company. Because I know there, there are times he was unhappy there. Yeah. Or with the way was, things were being run. 
Um, some death match in Japan, probably. <laughs> yeah, probably wrestling Cactus Jack or something. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you have any recollections of the match live? Live, um, I I was probably the biggest RVD mark mm-hmm. in the county or something. I think <laughs> I was well, definitely in the San Gabriel Valley. Um, so I, I I think I just ate everything up that RVD did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know I. Watching it again, you know, again, but then we're 19 years removed. Mm. Um, I just wish he had a better opponent. <laughs> <laughs> that's really it. Like, yeah. that's really my issue with the match. It's like, oh, it's not Jerry Lynn or oh, Tommy Dreamer or Just Incredible. It's yeah. not him in the title match, to be honest. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was the thing. Like, I like Scotty Riggs for what he was in D- WCW, which was just a solid mid-card guy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this match starts off and, like, RVD just, you know, getting all his offense in it's exciting rvd stuff yeah, it was a squash yeah essentially. i mean mm-hmm. like scotty had he got some stuff in but it, it, was, it will, he knew it was gonna be a squash yeah he was gonna debut like the Term- no, terminator yeah, yeah there's like, no way he's gonna lose this yeah well that was the problem like that middle portion of the match when you know scotty's in control mm-hmm. things slowed down a lot yeah, yeah. and you can kind of see that that difference in like an ecw wrestler and someone who's a mid-card in wcw yeah like Randy, he did have that one nice move where he uh, he had RVD on the apron mm-hmm. in a bulldog position, and oh, that was good. Yeah. yeah so then Scotty like leaps off the apron over the railing mm-hmm. and bulldogs RVD yeah, on the railing. That. Yeah. Like that was like the one thing I'm like, oh, that was pretty cool. And I think RVD like actually bit his tongue. Like, yeah. You see his tongue, it's like bleeding. Yeah. 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 Um, and and you know Scotty Anton had the the clap. That that's about it. Yeah, which was the sh- <laughs> sharpshooter? No, no, the oh, the the move, the clapper. But he was doing that. Oh yeah, yeah, clap yeah, the yeah, whole, yeah, that's right. That was his thing. Like get the crowd riled up. And I think the commentators made a joke too, because Don Marie is also in common. She's joined the uh, the commentators. Yeah, at, this, yeah. Point. at this point in the paper, she and they're like, "Oh, not that clap. Oh, what? Like, <laughs> they, something like yeah, that." Yeah, yeah. Her, her bimbo stick. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, like, oh, she was really stupid there. Got yeah. it. Oh, she. Was <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's another weird thing is like looking at how women in ECW are treated, mm-hmm. like especially now we live in the era of the women's revolution. Yeah, that's that didn't age well. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like there's a kimono on a layer. Yeah. God, <laughs> <laughs> she never that was a thing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, to to my credit, I I was never a sucker enough to like buy that DVD. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think anyone bought. No. DVD. Yeah. Imagine if it was today, like we would just download it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. You just look it up. Like, oh, it's probably okay. on YouTube right now. Yeah, yeah, it probably is. Oh, there's no nudity. Got it. <laughs> probably spoiler <laughs> alert. Yeah, in case you wanted to buy it. Yeah, <laughs> bootleg it somewhere. Uh, one of the cool things about seeing RVD like in his prime or his ECW prime is you kind of you're so used to in this day and age seeing other wrestlers use some of his moves. Mm-hmm. Like the split leg and boot salt, I've seen a bunch of people use it now. Yeah. You kind of mm-hmm. forget, oh, he innovated that move. Yeah, because even like Naomi uses it, John Morrison or Johnny Elite. And Johnny. don't forget the best in the world, Shane McMahon uses the Van Terminator. <laughs> yeah, oh, so well, Van Terminator. Yeah, he used it shortly after. Yeah, so the the, the big move that we <laughs> that uh, RVD is oh, right, you haven't been weeks. watching. Okay, anyway, <laughs> yeah. Um, it was the Van Terminator, which is the first time we've seen it. This mm-hmm. was, this was great seeing live. That's historic. That that was actually a really nice treat since uh, this is my first time seeing Heat Wave. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, we all know it now as uh, Coast to Coast. 
yeah. uh, which Shane McMahon does like every week. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, but Shane McMahon had, I think, a week after the Terminator was debuted. I think he used it. Yeah, it, was f- it was fairly soon. Yeah, yeah, it was fairly soon, and it was like almost like, oh well, you don't have the TV coverage, so yeah. I'm going <laughs> to steal it from you. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I would, I will give Shane a little bit of credit um, because the WWE ring. In, WWE ring is 20 by 20 feet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's much the, wider. Yeah, the ECW ring is 18 by 18. Even though they claim it's 20. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they claim it's 20, yeah. but it's actually 18. Um, so when you watch it live, you can see how it was easier for RVD to hit it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, was just, my mind was blown. Because you're so used to Shane doing it now. Like, going back and seeing Heatwave, like, that was the first time anyone had done it. Yeah. Yeah. That's actually a pretty cool thing to be there for. Yeah. Well, like the first time, RVD still has his, his own flair because he would pull on the rope and then jump up with both feet on top of the rope and yeah. then jump right. Yeah, Shane, Shane climbs right. Yeah. Shane starts from the top yeah. and then he does his sign of the cross and then he yeah. and then he does it. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. RVD does look more athletic doing it, obviously. So. Yeah, especially now that Shane's older, you could see like he's kind of barely getting there now. <laughs> <laughs> kind of makes me wish he would stop doing it. I mean, yeah, please stop doing it, Shane. Yeah. <laughs> it's a signature move on you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, stop jumping off of stuff, for God's sakes. You're 50. <laughs> yeah, I mean. But, yeah, this was, I mean, it was fun to see Robin and do all the spots. Yeah. But, again, I think the biggest did problem he, is Scotty Anton. And at the time, he, he did, like, a triple moonsault off the turnbuckles, right? He would do the bottom rope, second oh, rope, and then the split uh, leg. That was, uh, Sabu would do a. The triple jump. Oh no, Sabu did the triple. He'd jump off the chair, right, twice or something. He'd jump on the oh, chair, yeah. then chair. onto the rope, and oh, then, yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember that. But I thought maybe maybe it was another wrestler where they would do a backflip onto the person on the ground, and then they they jump on the on the rope, and then at the, at the top rope would be the split leg. I remember Christopher Daniels did something like that. But that sounds really familiar, like. Three moonsaults in a row. Yeah, three moonsaults in a row. But like the Are you end, super the crazy? No, not super crazy. That what? sounds really familiar. Yeah, I'm like, sure that's going to bug me. Oh, we can look it up. Yeah. yeah, well, I know currently, I know Andrade does like kind of that moonsault when he, he knows that he's not going to connect because the, the opponent rolls out. So then mm-hmm. he'll moonsault again once he hits the floor. Yeah. Which is pretty impressive. Yeah, he'll land on his feet and then. Yeah. That exactly looks pretty cool. This probably also, you've probably never seen Ricochet's 630 moonsault. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's it. Or the double moon salt off the cage at War Games. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I am. I'm not surprised. You know, like back back when we were watching ECW, I was like, "Whoa, how are they doing this stuff?" Yeah, yeah. like it's like watching dunks in the NBA. They yeah, get crazier and crazier. Exactly. You know? Michael Jordan doing a half. Uh, was it the uh, free throw dunk? Because back then was a like, whoa. My <laughs> yeah. God. Now I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. You're not gonna do a backflip too. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Like. When, when you watch a Hell in a Cell, you know, you think of like mankind falling off the top of the cage mm-hmm. or was Shane that leapt off onto the Undertaker. Yeah. Like the first time, like the first like high spot or high risk bump uh, using the Hell in a Cell was Shawn Michaels. And he was just hanging off the side of it. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. And like he fell onto the table. Yeah. And at that time, people were like, oh shit, what the fuck did he do? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, oh my God. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I gave this one a. Three stars. Three stars. Mostly because I'm mostly on the back of RVD. And yeah, yeah it, and it's historic. That's, that's 
that we can actually say is a historic match because yeah. they debuted that move. That's actually pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Thoughts, Vic? Final thoughts on this match? RBD. <laughs> Whole fucking show. <laughs> yeah, Rob Van Dam actually spoke in his promo the before. The whole fucking show. Unlike yeah. when he was in WWE. Yeah. He was just like, cool. Yeah. That's it. What? <laughs> yeah. Whoa. <laughs> um, so now that brings us to the main event, which was uh, Just Incredible versus Tommy Dreamer for the ECW world title. Yeah, it's kind of weird. I think they had to rush this one. That's what it felt like because yeah. RVD's match went long. Well, because he didn't come out for an entire length of a match. <laughs> 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 that insider n- perspective but, you know, that you have but is actually, w- yeah. When, when you watch the pay-per-view, though, there's a lot of weight, like, just like a, a lot of wasted time on yeah. like, weird promos yeah. or like bits with like Don Marie that went like a whole length of a match. And yeah. And and yeah. you know Joey Styles and Cyrus are yeah, arguing whole the whole thing. thing. Yeah, yeah. I felt myself like towards the end, like forwarding through those, like the backstage bits. Made, made use of the ten second. That yeah, mm-hmm. but you had to click it multiple times. Yeah. yeah. Then you go, wait, I just clicked this like six times. That's a whole minute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, we should say this was a stairway to hell match. Uh, so the. There was barbed wire suspended over the yeah, on top of the. I forgot about that. Yeah, <laughs> so he had a nineteen years ago. Yeah, he had to use the ladder to to grab the the barbed wire. Um, Just incredible was accompanied by Francine, Francine. Mm-hmm. and uh, Tommy Dreamer was accompanied by Jazz, and then they called her George, but she was gorgeous George in well, WCW. I, I think Don Marie said like, "Oh, look at George, he looks gorgeous." Yeah, he actually said that. Yeah, <laughs> but I didn't know Jazz was man was dating her at the time, right? I know he dated her while they were in WCW. Might have been after. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but they, yeah, they were. They did date at some point. I don't know if they were together here. Yeah. But I didn't know I Jazz was in ECW. That was a surprise to me. Yeah, that's funny because that's where I first knew her from. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, someone that goes highly like under who's highly underrated or not given her due. Mm-hmm. Um, Underutilized. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah, she was great. But she's back. Oh, she's like she was she the NWA women's champion, probably. But um, she's she's gonna be in AEW, part of the women's battle royale. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm still behind right now. Oh, okay. So she is part. They're doing the casino battle royale mm-hmm. format they did from Double or Nothing. Mm-hmm. So she's back. This is her first appearance in a while, apparently. And she's got a whole new look. Shirt, her head's shaved, mm. and she has like this crazy mask she wears when she walks out. Nice. Wh- where, yeah. did, where did she disappear to? Well, she was wrestling. She was the NWA. I want to say women's champion for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, just within the last year, she I think she got injured. She had to give it up. Mm. Yeah. So, so she was with NWA. She's returned. Yeah. yeah. She's coming back with AEW, so she'll fit. How old in is there. she now? I know. I know. Pro wrestlers never retire. Forty-five. She's yeah. forty-five. She still looks good, to be honest. Yeah. I mean. As long as they uh, use a right and sparingly, mm-hmm. yeah, maybe that goes for anyone that's been around for as long as she has. Mm-hmm. Um, Tommy Dreamer was just in AEW not too long ago. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's still going at it. Yep. Or he was just at bar also. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he'll take any booking. <laughs> yeah, um, just not with WWE. No. <laughs> yeah, this was like a match between like two ECW uh, originals, mm-hmm. legends. Um, Looking back at it, I, I was uh, somewhat a mark for it, just incredible. 
but I think it was when he was tagging with Lance Storm, uh, another. Yeah, that was the total impact players. Right? Yeah, yeah. I uh, was hoping Lance Storm was there, but I don't know where he was at this. I point. think he was already at WC- he might have WCW. WCW. Yeah, he? yeah, but not quite the Saskatchewan champion. <laughs> no, not that. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, mean, he had like three or four belts at the time. He yeah, that was a cool Canadian. angle. I just wish they'd <laughs> carried over, but yeah. Yeah, it was, again, this was obviously a hardcore match. Like, mm-hmm. CW rules. <laughs> like, how do you recap this kind of? So match? really, this is just a regular match. It was just regular matches, but they hung barbed wire. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always uncomfortable with barbed wire, like actual barbed wire. Yeah. Even nowadays, when Moxley uses it, I'm like, oh yeah. I'm like, <laughs> Was it the match against Janela? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah but at the time, you know, it was like we, we were watching like Terry Funk fighting Cactus Jack oh, with exploding right. turnbuckles and barbed wire. Yeah. yeah. So, so <laughs> 19 years ago, you know, with all the backyard wrestling and stuff, <laughs> yeah. you're like, oh, this is, that's it? <laughs> I, think I, I think I remember, I don't know what promotion this was. I think I remember seeing this crazy clip of there was like a, like a tank full of like piranhas. <laughs> in a mat, in a death match, yeah. Oh, they call it death match. With yeah, wow. yeah. Truly, truly. <laughs> was this in Japan? Probably. It feels it like had some, to be. Yeah, had to well, be. How, how, I mean, the, that. I mean, whoever loses can never wrestle yeah, again. It's right? like, it's like they reti- th- must have been a retirement match. It, right? It's like they throw him in, and then it's oh, he's the guy's selling it. But yeah. like it was funny because there's like a board with barbed wire, so he used that to cover the tank after he put the guy in. <laughs> <laughs> Just like what the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> that's not what happened here, though. <laughs> no, that's not what happened. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I remember George turned on Tommy Dreamer pretty quickly. Yeah. Well, again, again, I felt like the match was pretty rushed. Um, oh well, no. There's that part with the. They lost time because some fan oh, got kicked out. Yeah. Oh, XPW. Yeah. Sure. Is that what it was? Okay. Oh, so this is interesting. This is how I remember. Okay. And we totally weren't going to, like, gloss this over. This is how I remember where I was sitting. Yeah. Because I remember the XPW guys being escorted to my left. Mm-hmm. So that's why I knew. like where the door. I, yeah. You don't see the door on TV. No, you yeah. don't. So, so what happened? Uh, the arena of... The arena is actually very small. Yeah. yeah. I mean, at the time. There's like no foyer, really. <laughs> yeah. You know, I was kind of wondering about the, like, side note. Because when the Grand Olympic opened, at its time was the biggest, like, indoor venue. At, I think it's at 15,000. By the time we were watching wrestling there, they had shrunk capacity to 7,000 for wrestling. Like, what do you do? With all, how do you get rid of all that extra space? Like, what happens to it? I don't know. Yeah. It seemed packed though. What? What? Like, did they put up barriers or something? I mean, it was probably packed for seven thousand. I'm just wondering where all the, all the extra space was then. Yeah. No idea. Unless People were smaller. <laughs> <laughs> That's unless, true. Unless they they held off some of the nosebleed seats or something. Yeah. yeah. The attendance for this event was fifty seven hundred. Okay, so not not even the full seven thousand. Yeah. Um. So as you're watching, like right before the the main event starts. You can kind of see Tommy Dreamer like look at something, mm-hmm. and what it was was XPW, which I don't think they're still around, but it was kind of an extreme. It like, was like, yeah, it was like LA's ECW, I suppose. Is yeah. that what it was? Yeah, okay, I think I, I remember they're on like a public broadcast channel or something, like Channel Fifty Six or Channel Fifty Seven, like 
Like you didn't need cable to watch them. Yeah. They were on. It was like one of those blurry channels. Yeah. And like the commentator, the color commentator was like, he was. I mean, he was like. It, I, I want to say it, but it was like a wetback accent. Mm. <laughs> kind of. Oh, like, Jesus. Kind of like, I, I was like, but that was, I guess, a shtick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what is this? You know, and they were only on, like, again, like Saturday night at 2, 2 p.m. or yeah. 2 a.m. or whatever. You know, and you're like, what is this? How can they get away with this stuff? Yeah. Public access. <laughs> but, like, I, I believe the company owner was named Rob Black. I think his, I don't know if it was his girlfriend at the time. Yeah, Rob Black. I, I think his girlfriend did porn. Uh, she went by Lizzie Borden. Yep, Lizzie Borden. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, we were talking about, like, porn stars earlier. Like, they actually had their own por- porn, porn star. Well, they're in L.A. Got it. Yeah. Of course too. they did. Uh, yeah, of course they did. <laughs> yeah, so they had Christy Mist, like, on their roster. So what happened was. I don't know who they are, by the way. I, <laughs> I actually only knew of Christy Mist because of XPW. Sure. No, anyway, like uh, anyway, <laughs> who's, I, I will, who's Peter North? <laughs> <laughs> He's from the same era as Randy West. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who? Um, so right as the main event was uh, about to start, uh, Rob Black had purchased six seats in the front row, and these guys—it was uh, people that were with XPW—and they put on XPW shirts. So this is what Tommy Dreamer's saying. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, as you're watching, were they there the entire time? I guess so. But they no just, idea. They never. No one mentioned it. Yeah, because they didn't put on the shirts till yeah. that part. Mm-hmm. So if you're watching, uh, and they're on the TV side. Um, yeah, they were on the, my side. Yeah, they're on the. Oh, side. so they're not on facing, the camera. They're okay. facing camera. No, no they're, they're not on. Camera. They're their backs are to the camera, oh, the but they're on the front row. So you know, immediately like, uh, security comes out. It happened pretty quickly, because I, you know, for me being there live watching the back of it i thought it was just like a fight that had broken out yeah um and they got escorted out really quick but the story was which i guess francine has refuted since then was that one of the xpw people had put their hands on her mm-hmm. supposedly it was christy missed mm-hmm. so this is why security like bum rushed them and like uh, forced them out yeah the whole locker room came out yeah they were in the street clothes yeah there. yeah like ecw is ready to like hold it down yeah. for their own and yeah i think they pour out into the street. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, they poured out into the street. Yeah. So, do you remember what it looked like from your side of the arena? Yeah, on my side, I saw I saw the front the front row, mm-hmm. which is why I flipped it around in my memory. Okay. Um, I the match was. I think they had just entered, and then no, no, just incredible just entered, right? Yeah, the match was about to start. It was about yeah. to start, yeah. and then there was a commotion, and I I thought like. Yeah, I thought Francine got like grabbed by a fan or something. Yeah, that's yeah. what it looked like on the network. Because the commotion was her. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then and then all when you know, you know in pro wrestling when you see the the wrestlers come out in street clothes, you mm-hmm. know something's going on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. So when they actually like left the arena, it was ECW wrestlers. I've never seen like details on who it was. They got into a brawl with. XPW ring crew, so it wasn't even XPW wrestlers. The fuck? Um, yeah, I, if I recall, maybe maybe I'm dreaming this up. I think there was a car waiting for the wrestlers. I mean, huh? It could be. I mean, it might be why none of them were involved. Yeah. But yeah, I, from the accounts I've read, it was like brutal. Like XPW ring crew like lost that fight and were 
bloodied up pretty good. But you know, like from where we were sitting, like you, we didn't see any of that yeah, they actually happening. Yeah, out the side door. Okay. Yeah. And then, and then Tommy Dreamer grabbed the mic, went, "Easy fucking W." Yeah. yeah. And the entire place went, "Easy," and it was just, we flipped out. And it was like, oh, yeah, the crowd was going nuts at that point. <laughs> okay, so that explains a lot of what happened. I'm like, all right. Yeah, this is interesting because, like, on one hand, XPW got, um, you know, exposure that they wanted, but on the other hand, like, is that the exposure, the type of exposure you want? Yeah. Like you're just being disrespectful assholes at someone else's show mm-hmm. i mean it didn't so that wasn't so that wasn't a, a work then no it was like a real thing. oh didn't, wow didn't ecw do that to wwf way back when yeah but that was i think storyline story i think line? that was a work raven was on the side i think right or, or tommy dreamer uh, i think pretty sure tommy dreamer but i remember that was a work yeah because then they actually did an invasion a really early invasion yeah. back there yeah yeah Back when Raw was at the Manhattan Center. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember that. Like I said, I didn't know who XPW was, I don't think, until that moment. Mm-hmm. But it didn't make me want to watch any of their shows. Mm. It made me want to find out who Christy Mist was. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> but I feel like that was, sadly, that was like the highlight of the match. <laughs> yeah, uh, there's not a lot too much I remember other than George turning on Tommy Dreamer. Francie's t- Francine's top comes off at That's one point. That's right. Jazz rips her top off, and she has like the she the tape on it. Yeah. Tape, yeah. 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 Again, something you wouldn't see in today's show. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I mean, it happened in WWF. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With Sable. Sable, of course, did. Yeah. Yeah. No, but uh, Cat. <laughs> yeah, Cat. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She 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 was full. Yeah, I remember. Well, that. she like took her top down. Yeah, yeah. for a split second, but there was. Luckily, there was a referee with the towel yeah. standing by. Yeah, I mean, uh, conveniently, like Jackie did it too. Um, uh, I think that was a slip, though. I don't was know. It, or did she actually flash the crown? I don't know. Someone like pulled her top down. Oh. Um. So that's when I'm like, mm, it looks like it was, it was a malfunction. But mm-hmm. at the, considering the the product at the time, I wouldn't be surprised if it was planned. Yeah. 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 So yeah, this is the the era of wrestling that we're dealing with yes. on this. Yeah, um, there was that one really painful looking spot though, where they had they finally get to the barbed wire, mm-hmm. but and then um, I think uh, Tommy Dreamer puts it on the rope, and then Just Incredible gets crotched yeah. on the barbed wire. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That looked pretty painful. Yeah, I don't don't know why they did all that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think they were just trying to get through their spots, and then again because they were short on time because of the XBW thing and um, also Rob Van Dam's match went long. So Yeah, and Sandman's four-hour entrance. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like it was all right for what it was. Yeah. Like it's, like but I, I think you guys probably have more attachment to that event because you were there. I remember I, I, I completely forgot about there was like a stairway to <laughs> no, this is like, like I, I forgot like that, that like the gimmick of the match. Like, yeah, I remember the XPW thing. Mm-hmm. I remember the easy fucking W, and that was my recollection of that. That was probably the best part of the match. Then. It was just downhill from there. Yeah, like well, and then the entire time we, we were just chanting ECW. I think. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like I, you know, I vividly remember the XPW moment. Like, cause it's not something you see uh, on on TV and wrestling. Mm-hmm. So when I was watching it back on the network, I was like, oh, shit, George was there. <laughs> and, like, I had a massive crush on Gorgeous George when she was in WCW. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even remember she was there in the building. 
Jesus. <laughs> I remember after the pay-per-view, she came, because in, uh, in the parking lot side, I, there was like a barrier, but she came out and she was taking pictures with Trooper. Oh, oh nice. Yeah, I wish I had known that. <laughs> Ten-year-old me would have loved it. <laughs> yeah, and I, I remember, and I, 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 I'm pretty sure it was a, after dating Macho Man, or maybe they're still together. But she, it was because I remember seeing her. And go, oh wow, Macho Man's with her. Yeah. <laughs> hey, what, what happened to her? Like, it, I wonder if she just didn't have like a love for the business because she seems like the type of person that WWE would have like picked up right away. Right. Like at that time. Um, Stephanie Bellers' roommate. It looks like, yeah, it looks like she pretty much left the business. Yeah, after like 2008. Yeah, after like 2008. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Yeah. What did you give this match, Berta? Uh, two stars. Again, it's just that you know exactly what kind of match it's going to be. Yeah. Yeah. There wasn't anything like horrible about it. Yeah. Again, a lot of this match, a lot of this whole pay per view was like not bad. But it wasn't, yeah, great yeah. either. It was just I just remember it because I was there. Yeah, and it was awesome being there. Yeah, I think that would have probably been like the best thing if you'd seen this live. I, I wouldn't forget that crowd. Yeah, that crowd was piping hot. Yeah, I kind of wonder what it would have been like if you know we had podcasts back then. How I would have, how my review would have been, or my ratings would have been if we'd have done it right after that show. No, no one. I mean, podcasts weren't a thing. Like there no. were a million pro wrestling news websites. Yeah, yeah, I remember. No, you just think about it, like looking at that crowd again. Like it's a, a snapshot snapshot of the time. Is it how many wrestling signs were in the crowd? Mm-hmm. And of course, no cell phones. Cause yeah, we didn't have cell phones like yeah. that. Yeah, had a full on cutout of RVD on a stick. That was the Bruce Lee guy. Yeah, yeah, that was the Bruce Lee guy. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So if you haven't seen, like, this guy made a sign of RVD, like doing the splits and doing the thumb pointing to himself. Like they show the sign a lot, but you don't yeah. really see the guy. Oh, okay. Because that's why I was just like, "That's the Bruce Lee guy." I couldn't see him. Yeah, because yeah, he was he was he was actually parading around the floor. Yeah, with that the the RVD yeah. mm-hmm. split. <laughs> pointing to himself with the string or whatever. Or yeah. whatever. <laughs> it was funny because he was just like kind of right outside of the shot. Yeah. 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 But I remember it was a brilliant sign. Probably one of the best I've seen. Mm-hmm. Did you, a lot of the signs were also super offensive. Yeah. Yeah. None of which I will repeat here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like they're swearing on the show, but not that kind of swearing. <laughs> yeah. A lot of F words, but not the four-letter one, the the other one. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, I usually tell people, when, uh, our guests on the show, I'm like, we're uh, mature rating. You can curse. Just don't be sexist. Don't be racist. Yeah. Don't be an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, not ECW rules. <laughs> <laughs> not ECW rules. Yeah. I'm just going to start saying that. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, why'd you do that? ECW rules. Like, what are you even talking about? ECW rules. <laughs> yeah, I can do whatever I want. ECW rules. <laughs> that wasn't very ECW rules of you. <laughs> How vanilla. <laughs> How safe. <laughs> yeah, so I. Yeah, very middle of the road show. <laughs> yeah. But still, oddly, like, historic. That's the funny thing. Yeah, I mean, it happened <laughs> in a historic building. Just RVD's like the Van Terminator, and it being the first and only West Coast show. Yeah, there's a lot of history it packed into it. Symbolized 
that era of wrestling, I think. Yeah. Like up to that point. And that was pretty much like the it peaked out with the the hardcore like element. I mm. mean, WWF started doing the hardcore championship and stuff, yeah. but it was already kind of downhill at that point. You know? Yeah, it was, it was like ECW's like demise. Yeah. <laughs> you haven't been watching what they've brought back in some form the hardcore championship oh have they now it's called the 24 7 championship so it's like back then it's, oh, it's oh, defended it's, at all times but it's not necessarily hardcore is it still that broken eagle belt no oh. it's, it's <sighs> like it's actually like the segments for the for the 24 7 title are actually pretty fucking entertaining mm-hmm. the belt itself is hideous oh really it is ugly you couldn't bring back the ecw belt that said hardcore on it right no no, Wait, did it say hardcore? Which one said hardcore? On it was. Yeah. The, it was a broken eagle belt. Yeah, the, the yeah. old winged eagle, winged eagle. No, wasn't there a championship belt someone had that said hardcore on it? It said it on there. It was oh, like no, no, that was tape. But yeah, that, yeah. Um, WCW had their own hardcore title, oh. like afterwards. Um, yeah, the twenty four seven title looks like a bastardized version of like a world boxing title. What the hell is that? <laughs> yeah, see, yeah, that's that's right, that's right. That's a legit title in the WWE right now. <laughs> they just got. They just didn't want to. They just said old designer. No, anything? they just said fuck it. That's that's all they said. Yeah. It's, what? Yeah. What's this one right here? Someone's a custom. Oh, someone's yeah. version of the like, yeah. what it should look like. But yeah, uh, if they just put the W on it, it would have been fine. This yeah, yeah it's hideous. That's too logical. But yeah, 20, the, so we wanted to to make it look like a clock or something. Yes, or a pie tin or whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's <But> hideous. <laughs> <laughs> or those infomercial show like gold plates that they sell. You know, like the U.S. Mint has released. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we we only have a thousand prints. Get it now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How do you top the twenty four seven title? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, just killed all every, every momentum, yeah. <laughs> like all momentum in this conversation. Yeah, that, that's how bad the design is. Yeah, <laughs> took all the that air was out of it. that belt is not very ECW rules. So <laughs> no. it made me want to stop talking about wrestling for right now. <laughs> <laughs> Victor, thank you for Victor or Vic. I always just say Vic. It doesn't matter. <laughs> ECW rules. ECW rules. It's ECW rules here, man. Or life. <laughs> Uh, well, thank you for being on the show. Thanks for having me. I mean, I think it's kind of destiny that we we're both there at Heatwave. Yeah, like, we didn't know each other. Yeah, I don't know anyone else that was there. Me neither. Not even the guy I went with. <laughs> I mean, I, I yeah, I'm friends with my friends that went. Uh, you know, I know them, but I, I'm crazy. I've never bumped into another ECW fan that was there. Yeah, so you guys just start a group, just find each other. Yeah, and see what happens. <laughs> I mean, there are only 5,700 people there. Yeah. yeah. It's not a lot. <laughs> um, like they weren't even from L.A. They flew yeah. from Jersey. Yeah. I mean, it happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for coming on and talking about Heat Wave 2000. Yes. Uh, great moment in my <laughs> fandom. Forever remember ECW. <laughs> yeah. And uh, when you hit big in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, please remember us. Yeah. Marvel, please. I'm available. <laughs> and uh, uh, you got anything to plug? Well, I know you have something to plug. So. Oh well, yes, I am. I don't. 
I am also doing a play. It's the uh, theatrical version of Joy Luck Club. Not the movie. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, no Ming Na or Tamlin Tamita here. Are they Why are we even here? I'm no, so <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> are, are they going to yeah, be well, there at least? Can Can you put in a word for me? <laughs> I guess one. you're going to have to go to every single show and Damn see if it. they show up. Uh, but yeah, we open uh, September 20. Oh, I should know this. 24th. It's a Saturday. Uh, no, not September. August. August 24th. There we go. Yes. And we run through October 5th. Uh, opening night, uh, opening weekend is already sold out. Uh, I'm told that we're 44% pre sold. Nice. I know this because I tried to get tickets for opening weekend. I don't uh, know anyone in the cast that could help me out. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, I don't think I have tickets. To <laughs> it's sold out. I'm like, oh, like, really? Like, I have to go pay to go into the. <laughs> I, I have to pay to act. Yeah. <laughs> no, but we're over at the Sierra Madre Theater uh, by Pasadena and Arcadia. Um, come on out. We'll have a drink afterwards. Yeah. You know? I'll be like, I was there. in the play. What's up, girl? What's up? <laughs> 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 Doesn't quite work in LA because everyone's an actor. Um, <laughs> um, where they can where can they find you on social media? Uh, you can find me uh, on Twitter, Instagram, uh, probably Facebook, Victor S. Chi. Um, hashtag Vic Chi winner. Hashtag me always me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start using like some of RVD's hashtags because I don't know if he uses them. <laughs> ECW rules. ECW rules. ECW rules. Use whatever. Yeah. ECW hashtag rules. You want. Oh, yeah. uh, that's like a double meaning. ECW rules. Hey. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What about you, Justin? Where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram at Justin Malari and on Twitter at Justin underscore Malari. And I also host another show for the Geek Say What Network called Geek Offensive. All right. And you can find me on Instagram. I'm going to stop giving my Twitter because I never use it. <laughs> uh, it's Brainiac the That MC. means post some weird shit on there for him. <laughs> <laughs> Tag him. Tag him with weird photos. <laughs> Uh, and he deleted his Twitter account, pretty much. They <laughs> 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 um, yeah, can find me on Instagram at Brainiac the MC. That's Brainiac with a K. And with that, like, and with that, we'd like to give special thanks to our executive producer JPG, owner of the Geek Say What Network. He makes Justin say that. Uh, shout out to Pause. <laughs> shout out to Pause of the Homegrown Blends crew for our theme music, and Vincent Collier for the PNG artwork. Thank you to our official sponsor, Doe and Arrow, a female-owned cookie and coffee shop in Costa Mesa. They're located at 3033 Bristol Street, and you can find them on Instagram at Doe and Arrow. Um, I'm kicking myself because they gave us cookies, and I did not bring them in this room. So we have cookies waiting for us. Another special thanks to Jordan Dene, the eco-friendly geek apparel and lifestyle company. You can visit jordandene.com. That's Jordan, D-E-N-E, to use the code GEEKSAYWHAT for 20% off your next purchase. And check out Jordan and Liz on the Sartorial Geek Podcast. Another, oh, I don't know, thank you, you're here, but thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. We're <laughs> <laughs> uh, court. We usually record at Echo Base, a.k.a. Wayland Productions, an award-winning production company for short films, documentaries, and audio dramas. Uh, please check out our associate producer at Wayland.ws and support the audio and visual arts. This is the PNG Podcast, tagging in your inner wrestling geek. We're just one part of the Geek Say What Network, so please make sure to check out our sister podcast, Ready, Set, Geek, your starting line to geek culture with Alex Catherine, Geek Offensive, bridging the gap between bro and geek with producer Justin, Geek KO, our Geek Trivia podcast run by Justin Madriaga. 
diverse geeks and focus focusing on marginalized issues in geek culture with the gem of a doll nerds on a roll and actual play podcast building meaningful stories through tabletop gaming with a cast of recurring characters and saturday night geek our network's twitch live stream with cole garrison these are all on their own feed so make sure to subscribe to each one and don't forget to visit the website at geeksaywhat.com uh, you can follow our entire network on social media at Geek Say What, and you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at PNG Podcast. So, you gotta shorten that read. Yeah. ECW rules. I mean, J- yeah, exactly. ECW <laughs> rules. Plus. That's it. <laughs> JPG, ECW rules. <laughs> Hashtag political hit. <laughs> <laughs>